Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to another Red Jacks on podcast. With yeah, um, almost Red Jacks on. We're 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 down by one one, one, one Charlie. Yeah, yeah, Charlie was the was the c word that I was going for. Um, <laughs> one, one man C-word. down, one man down today, but we still got three of us, so we're going to power through. And what are we doing on today, boys? I don't know. You ain't told us. You haven't oh. told us. Fast and Furious. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. to put it out there, it's it's Rikesh Fraser and Sirhan because someone did introduce the names. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my bad. Um, He's new. With me today is. <laughs> Come on, Fraser. Fraser, shoot. Is it me? Yeah. Me, Fraser. And me, Sirhan. It froze us yeah. off when there's not all four of us here hitting the order. It froze yeah. everyone off. All I know is I go last, and Fraser, you go one before last. That's it. Did, did Rick say his own name? He did say his name. He's here. He did. Okay. You have he to did. edit this really well. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. Welcome oh, to Red Jack Sword. It's me, Rick. <laughs> there you go. Cheers, mate. I'll yeah, chuck no that in there. So, Fast so. and Furious. Fast and Furious. Speedy cars. Yeah, the Speedy cars franchise. Is this a gift or is it a curse? One of the two. Debatable, I think. The definition of like an oversaturated series. Yeah, it gets away with it. Somehow, it's somehow it gets more and more ridiculous. Um, so right off the bat, like how many of the movies have you seen? There's ten in there's ten main movies, like a a few random spin-offs and a random animated series, I think. Um, animated the, series. There is an animated series for Fox. What's next? The fucking ma- like they saw the Matrix Revelations or the the Animatrix. They were like, oh, we could do that. Oh, that could be kind of cool. <laughs> they did it like an animatrix sort of thing. Um, yeah, I've right. seen more than what I would like to. I've only, you know what? <laughs> Out of 10 films, I've only made a conscious decision to watch one, but I've ended up watching probably about four or five of them. Which was the one you made a conscious effort to watch? You, you showed me Tokyo Drift and I, I participated. I was like, all right, let's sit down and watch, let's watch Tokyo Drift. And I enjoyed it. I might have watched number one, possibly like like okay to watch it, but yeah. apart from that, all the rest have been like we're going to cinema or uh, it's on TV, and I'm like, oh, all right, mm. fine. So yeah, yeah. It's, it seems like it was. Like, it, I guess most series start off this way, like they throw out a they throw out a movie with a cool concept, and then they they're not sure if it's going to catch on, but it. it as it, as with this series, like when it catches on, it becomes more and more of a blockbuster Hollywood kind of title. They throw more money on it at it, and it just gets more and more ridiculous. Yeah. So I think I kind of started watching them, and they've I get less and less interested <laughs> as they've gone on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, same. I think um, I haven't. Well, I haven't seen all of them. I haven't seen ten, but um, I think I'd seen up to seven. And then, because I read this a while ago, I read the whole Fast and Furious one a while back. I actually watched eight and nine a couple of weeks ago, just okay. to like 
so I, I knew what I was talking about, and it definitely just carries on getting like it gets bigger and more ridiculous and stupid. But yeah, it does exactly what you think it's gonna do. But um, I think I I haven't watched uh nine and ten. Yeah. Okay, so you see, you see, you've seen a lot more than I thought you would have seen. To be honest, I don't think you would have seen. Like, I might not have seen two. I think two was probably one of the more flops, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah and I think, two, I think I know two why. Didn't, two didn't know what it wanted to be. Yeah, it kind of just still feeling what it was, just trying to do a bit of the same as the first, but a little more bigger and better. But um, yeah. Are we going to take this like movie by movie, or are we going to just talk in general? We're going to go... I've got... I've written up a little bit about each of the movies. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So... We can go. We can go through it, but major spoilers. If you are planning to watch these movies, um, in spoilers order. in one go. Yeah, but just to get a little bit into it. So there's ten movies total, uh, with a couple of random spin-offs. Hobbs and Shaw, I think, is a random spin-off. Uh, oh yeah. The yeah. first OG film got released in 2001. Fast and Furious was released in 2001. How old is that? 2001. Nine years old. That day. Nine. Dude, wait, oh, we're in 2023. No, no, no. In 2001 was, was when the first Fast and Furious film got released. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's why I was nine. Oh, you were nine? What? Yeah. I thought you, you said it was... Oh, I thought you were saying it was nine years ago. I'm like, Rick. Oh, no. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> oh, mate. I was nine. Yeah, sorry, sorry. That's yeah, you were nine. Wait, wait, was we nine? Oh, my God, you're right. Oh whoa! Two thousand never, two thousand and one never feels too far. When people say anything in two thousand, I'm like, it's not that far. And it's like, you yes. were nine. I was like, what the hell? What the hell? We <laughs> we were in the prime age for Fast and Furious one back in two thousand and one. Um, and Fast and Furious ten, the latest movie, got released a few months ago in May. And it's reported that that is supposed to be the last Fast and Furious film. In Split the- into two, part one and part two. I mean, like, they say this, but this movie does make a lot of money. So it wouldn't surprise me if they try and like reboot the whole thing under like, well, Furious and Fast, number one. I, the franchise makes a lot of money. The last film didn't make nearly as much. I heard it's a little bit of a flop, apparently. Or at least box office yeah, openings all weekend. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm on your page of if they find like if Hobbs and Shaw would have kicked off, they would have followed that like that slipstream and made its own thing. Yeah, they I think might. Lot... They might have split it into three parts. From what I'm uh... reading, because because I was looking <laughs> I was looking at the movie list and it's like there's an untitled twelfth film, but that twelfth film might be Fast X Part Three. But Fast and Furious. Instantly sounds like <laughs> to me that making part three is like a leave it on a cliffhanger kind of thing, so we can maybe reboot it again at some point down the line. That's kind of what that sounds like to me. This is this is the Fast and Furious franchise. It's it's a, I'm I'm Vin Diesel. I'm actually it's, I sound no, more like, <laughs> I sound more like Sylvester Stallone. I'm trying to break it. Like, yeah, a little bit. I but, um, might be surprising <laughs> to hear. That the Fast and Furious franchise is the seventh highest grossing franchise of all time. Only seventh. On, only seven. There's a lot mm. of franchises. <laughs> they've been they've been throwing these out. Does that I include mean, that Shrek? Is Shrek better? 
I think Shrek was lower on the list than um, Fast and Furious when I saw. Obviously, MCU was like oh, yeah. topping it. Mm-hmm. But yep, seven yep. is still not bad. Seven point three three billion at the time of writing was how much it's been making. So it, clearly, it's doing something right. Mm-hmm. Whether it is just doing insane shit over and over and over again. Spectacle, isn't it? It's, it's yeah, full <laughs> spectacle. See, like Fast and Furious, like okay, look, Fast and Furious franchise doesn't actually piss me off. Like for me. I would say, not pissing off, but something like Fast and Furious franchise has slowly pissed me off a little bit more as it's gone because it just seems like a, a, like a massive ego contest. Yeah, and it's, 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 it's been so much like real life bullshit controversy and advertisement. And I'm like, all right, cool. Like, I feel like the Expendables franchise is something more stupid for me, but the Expendables hasn't been out long enough to annoy me. I'm like, all right, cool. Three, four films, fine. Let's let's talk about you in in your tenth film. I prefer the Fast and Furious franchise to something like the Michael Bay Transformers franchise, mm. which is just yeah. more explosions and more explosions. I can I can speaking. sit there, yeah, right. Good speakers and good screen. I can sit and watch um, Transformers, but Fast and Furious, I can watch it and enjoy it. There's a tiny little bit of heart there, and I think the only reason I don't mind it is because. Transformers pretends to be something else that it's not. Fast and Furious, to some extent, knows it's out of the box. It knows it's trying to be mm. bigger and more, more climactic and more stupid. And I think that awareness is where my forgiveness is. But I think they confuse more with depth. Like, yeah, if that makes like the MCU, people can argue it, it has that same more 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 mentality but there's so much law in the mcu that it gets deeper into the law not just let's make it a bigger explosion and i think that's where that's where like i stand with the fast and furious it doesn't bug me but i i have it doesn't attract me at all yeah i think i'm kind of like in the same sort of thinking as you like it's um, it's it's kind of like when they go into the whole action side of it as well like a moving yeah. away from vehicles and stuff. It's, that's the kind of the most it goes into trying to branch out, I guess. They're, they're all heists. Every movie has become a heist. Look, yeah. the only yeah. the only long-term franchise that has, in my opinion, worked and reinvented itself and it shouldn't have lasted, but it has, is Mission Impossible. That has done so many films... I'm not saying you're going to enjoy it, but it does what it does well. Yeah, I mean, uh, Mission Impossible, I kind of see as another one of those things in the same way as Fast and Furious. Like, I've seen a few of them, but I'm just not bothered. Like, it's like, it's a spy movie. No, like, no, no. Eh, okay, it's, yeah. It's it formulaic. It's formulaic. I feel like if I'm going to want to watch a spy movie or something, I'd rather watch James Bond. Like I feel like Mission yeah. Impossible is like Spoken a try like hard a true little... Brit. <laughs> <laughs> I like James Bond. Like the the try hard little brother is Mission Impossible. That, 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 that's how I kind of see it. My name is Bond, James Bond. Mad. But um, yeah, I mean there are like a few franchises that do the same kind of thing that they expand on it and try and get bigger and better, like 
and it just gets more stupid. Like Jurassic Park was like one of the first ones I yeah. popped into my head. Yeah, it was just true. it just very gets true. very like, the dinosaurs just get bigger and oh now they can camouflage and oh now they can block EMP signals and oh now it's half robot and can control the internet and it's, it just gets stupid. <laughs> and it's, it's like just where are you going with this? Standing out in front of them with his hand up like stop, and they're all like ah oh, all right okay you found our weakness. <laughs> Oh, have they have they attached guns to a dinosaur yet? I'm surprised they haven't done. That. Oh, but I'm guessing that will be the next step in the next Jurassic <laughs> Damn, Park. Just yeah. it. it just opens its mouth. Chris Pratt's there, like tail is actually a turret. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> okay, sorry, man. We're, 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 we're getting a bit. No, no, no. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Um, John Wick. John Wick is another one I kind of class like the first John Wick movie. Was fucking amazing, amazing, but then it kind of felt like the second one tried to top it, and it was like more action, more action. And then the third one did the same thing, and it just kind of went a bit more insane. And like, am I the only one that thinks that about John Wick? Everyone seems to love each it's one. The, it's the trend that films do have to follow, though. Like in a way, they do have to top what they've done last time. It's yeah, just but... how far they go out of their lane to do so. I think. Yeah, but topping yeah. it. Is like yeah, is it? I think as phrases is how far out of your lane. Like, there's there's franchises like Mission Impossible that take the same formula and they rinse and repeat it, but they change the components enough where you can feel like it's different. So it's like heist, big stunt, you know, going off the map, going rogue, cool. That's the steps. Something like Fast and Furious takes the same thing. They do the same thing, but they go, we're gonna go bigger. Something like the MCU gets bigger and deeper depending on your like, but. It's to top it in a franchise does not mean it has to be the same beats or the same components. It just has to impress you in a different way with the same setting and characters. Like, yeah. I know something like Lord of the Rings might be a bad example because it's one story chopped into three, but every film impresses you in a different way. Does that make yeah. sense? I feel like Lord of the Rings is like a franchise that keeps on getting bigger because there is it's like it's justified in the way that it gets bigger and better because there is so much around it it's not yeah. just the same story rinse and repeat it and make it bigger for the sake of it being bigger like there is a reason for yes things yeah like death or think, just piling on yeah. top but i think yeah. you've said it perfectly when there is a genuine full human motivation you can justify everything else around you can even suspend belief like that's why I think like John Wick worked because it was about the puppy that represented his wife and so on and so forth. And don't get me wrong, I love John Wick. I'm still looking forward to watching number four. I haven't done it yet. I'm not chasing it, but it is like there was one gun, two guns, three guns, five guns, and it it, it knows what it is. And I'm happy. I'm I'm happy for that. I I can have that as my guilty pleasure. Um, and I just think yeah, Fast and Furious just kind of knows what it is. It's done the same, and people. People really enjoy these franchises. I think it's when people are like, this is not my favorite. This is the best. This is movie making. I'm like, go away. Just go sing <laughs> it. Like I can't. I can't. <laughs> I've heard no, people liken it to anime. Like, especially oh, these no. later ones. Because, just well, because of how crazy, like, things. I think like, that right? in that now. sense, then yeah. Yeah, that that's yeah. an observation. That's not necessarily a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, there, there is like a few scenes in the movie that, are, like, later on in, in this in the series in the series in the franchise, whatever you want to call it, and um, 
some of the scenes when you watch them, I was literally just like, "What the fuck is that? How do you? How is that possible?" On it, 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 it gets ridiculous. It does get ridiculous in like an entertaining kind of way, and I think that's where it comes from. Like it knows that it's being stupid at times, and it kind of does make fun of it. Um, yeah, one hundred percent. I would happily watch some of these movies with you guys and just have a laugh. Yeah, yeah. That's what it's. That's where it's at now, really. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not something you take super seriously. I remember I used to. I used to hate when these movies came out, like when I was working at the cinema, because oh, yeah. at the time, whenever, yeah, yeah. whenever a Fast and Furious movie came out, people would just be so gassed and get so. Really? into it they would like i remember like the late night showings on like a, on like the weekend and stuff you have like people doing burnouts and everything like just oh. doing donuts and going crazy as if they oh. were like mcdonald's Don car park <laughs> oh my god mate they would just be all needs, over yeah. the place i fully remember like one one of them came out and um, i don't know which one it was it would have been a while ago but there were so many people like in the underground remember that where the car park is underground yeah. There'll be so many people in there, like literally doing burnouts and like whatever they were doing. Like, they would set the smoke alarms off, and so often, like the ambulance, or, like the whole building, the fire alarms would go off, like in the cinema, because of all the smoke. And then oh, the fuck, the ambulance would come. We'd have to literally <laughs> evacuate everybody from oh. the entire cinema out on the street. It was just, it was no fucking idea. ridiculous. That kind of stuff went down. Oh, <laughs> man. crazy. No, fucking awesome. It's, it's fast and it's furious. <laughs> so, we're gonna do. We'll do like a quick little rundown. I say quick; it might take a while, but we'll go through the films one by mm-hmm. one oh, and just see where we're at. So, the first film, the OG film, Fast and Furious in two thousand one. We've also, we've seen one, right? Yeah. yeah. So, the OG film introduces the main characters like Brian, played by the late Paul Walker. Rest in peace. R.I.P. Dominic Toretto as Vin Diesel <laughs> and a few others like Dom's girlfriend Letty, played by Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah. Uh, Mia, I can't remember her name in real life. Yeah. Jordana Jordana Brewster, I think is her name. I think that's her name. That sounds that sounds about right. Uh, but it's about Brian, the new kid, trying to get a footing in the world of racing, and he takes on the best who is Dom. But Brian is actually an undercover detective. What? Amazing. Did anyone see that coming? No. Oh my god. Shock horror. He's actually undercover investigating Dom and his crew on suspicion of being the group responsible for holding up trucks and stealing these high-tech goods, if you remember that scene. They are very 2001 DVD players. That's how high-tech the shit was. <laughs> it was like all like <laughs> underground neon, like Need for Speed neon under the cars and everything. Oh. God. Very that's, the, that's the equivalent of like the 90s trainers when you would step and the lights would flash but in the 90s we were like I want that I want that <laughs> as a kid yeah it was amazing though remember that first one like the race wars in that first film we had like all the cartoon like the drag races and everything it, mm. it was actually sick the first movie was it was awesome it was it was a yeah. person story like it was it was character centered yeah, about this underground street racing and this police, you know, getting on with the the the, the criminals and and you know all all of that drama and stuff, man. Mm-hmm. It was a uh, not the Fast and Furious now. It was good for the time. And then Definitely. like that that kind of duplicity that uh, Brian 
uh, Paul Walker had to had to have you know going in yeah. as a cop, but then kind of like getting into it all and um, falling for Mia and and then yeah, man, having to make that choice then. Yeah, the first one was actually a really good story. Like it was, it like it kind of. It wasn't stupid. It kind of just had the cars as like a side thing, but there was an actual story to it, and it was really good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so critic reviews on this film, according to Rotten Tomatoes, critics gave this film a 54%, which I think is bullshit. <laughs> uh, the audience score gave it 74%, which is better, which is better. Yeah. I think I'd give it yeah. maybe somewhere like in the 80s, I think I'd give it, if I had to give it a rating. Where would you guys put it? I think I'm putting it around 70, something like that. It's it's a good film of its time. Um, yeah. I don't I don't know what it released around, but you know, between like 2000 and like 2005, there were a lot of good films coming out. Um, yeah. And it's the first. Yeah. The first of a of a series trying something new. Yeah. There weren't a lot of, I think Gone in 60 Seconds was something similar, the closest thing we had to it at the time, which I think was I like have... a few years before. Was it, wasn't there imagine. a Burnout film? Burnout so. film? Was there a Burnout film? That was a Burnout film? I don't know, I'm asking. I don't know, I'm just... Oh, oh I, I don't think know there was so. a Burnout cool. needed to be... You know, I, I would say Fast and Furious as a film, I would give it a 7 out of 10 as a whole. But I think with now... Hindsight, looking at the whole franchise, I would rate this easily like an eight, nine, eight out of ten. I would say. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But yeah, I would say that. So, the the budget for this movie was an estimated thirty-eight million. When okay. on opening weekend, when it released on June twenty-fourth, two thousand and one, it made forty million. So two million in profit on opening weekend. Gross worldwide went on to make two hundred and seven million from a thirty-eight budget. Damn, movie. So movie. it wasn't super popular in America on its like opening night, but then like internationally, it went kind of like super mega. Kind of, yeah. That's what it looks like. There's like a gross in U.S. and Canada figure for one hundred and forty-four million. And then gross worldwide was two hundred and seven. Yeah. So I guess I made yeah. an extra sixty million worldwide. That is how a franchise like this survives, though. It can't it can't rely on um, domestic box office alone. It, it needs it needs it needs a worldwide audience, and it definitely has yeah. that. And it definitely nailed it because it went on to make an extra nine fucking movies. So, and um, that's the end of the podcast. <laughs> thanks for coming, guys. Appreciate you listening. Um, no, yeah. So number two, Too Fast, Too Furious came out two years later in 2003. What are we feeling? Do you remember the story for number two? Or should I give you a quick little... I don't remember anything about it. I'm not sure I've... I properly watched it. Yeah. I've got little synopsis. Like, I'm looking at it now. All I can think of is the name. I just love the idea of people sitting in a boardroom and be like, right, want to make a sequel. What the fuck do we call it? What the <laughs> fuck do we call it? And they just spit one. And one guy is like, too fast, too furious, but with the number two, and it's like, you, yes, yes, yes. This <laughs> Give is this so man a raise. Early 2000s. Yeah, it's very dated, the name. But um, a quick little rundown. So this is the first movie where you meet Roman, who is awesome character. Brian's best mate from a long time ago. 
Yeah. So Brian is packed up and moved out to Miami and is now the main man on the streets, just like Dom. Uh, we get to meet a few extra characters this time who would go on to be recurring in the franchise, like Taj, played by Ludacris, and Roman Pierce, played by Tyrese. Brian has to go undercover again to help another undercover fed, played by Eva Mendez, to help take down the big bad drug dealer dude who is just up to no good. Uh, <laughs> bad boy, naughty guy, no good. Uh, so the, yeah, this is the movie where they put the the rat in those in the nightclub, but they had the rat and they put it on under that steel bucket on that fat police dude's. Yes, belly. oh yeah. They heated up the the bucket so the rat had sort of like scratching. Do you know remember that, that scene? Film. Yes, I've the torture seen, scene. I've, I've seen this scene somewhere, but I didn't think it was too fast, too furious. Huh. Yeah, dude, fucking that, that that was like extreme shit. That was full on torture Jesus. in the I middle of a night. Something from Black like Saw or something. We <laughs> <laughs> went full Scarface. But yeah, um, the end of the movie, they like, they duke Hazard off the boat, off the ramp onto the boat somehow, and they're like they would fuck up the but the bad dudes thing. Typical. Yeah. yeah. Car stunts. Uh, it was okay. It's not. It's not my my favorite. Movie of all of them, it's, forget- I can kind of, it's forgettable. Yeah, I can easily sort of skip it. Did they, did they lean more and more into the like car racing, vehicle use, vehicle stunts kind of stuff in this one? They, they kind of did. Not there was a scene where they went and remember when they went? Oh, they were they had like a whole plan, and they went into like they were being chased by the police, and they went into the garages, and all the police surrounded them. And all the garage doors opened up, and like a whole fucking army of cars come flooding out. Yeah, that was too fast, too furious. It's mostly like car chases and stuff. There's not too much racing. They like a cool little drag race in there. But um, was was this the yeah. movie that it got super CGI? The car racing because I know the first one was very hardcore, and then the second one, one of them becomes very very CGI based for like it was a period. A f- a fair bit of CGI in the movie. I don't know if it's this one you're talking about, though. I mean, yeah, the CG for back in back in the day, it wasn't amazing <laughs> that they used for these movies. But to be fair, I think they actually just made a lot of the cars, like the repurposed old yeah old cars and put new bodies and new shells on them and everything, just for the sake of crashing them and fucking them up. So they you made like I- a lot of different cars. I will give this movie or this franchise one bit of credit is like, you know how we went through the stage of like 90s to 2000, like every film had an EMP and in every film they explained it and it, it became normality. This was the film, like movie franchise, not counting games or anything else that was like Noz, like really brought it into like the, like the, the, the like society's consciousness. And it was yeah. just, yeah, I was like, oh, Noz, yeah, just press the button. <laughs> Yeah, Noz, Nitrous, whatever you want to call it, it's become like a staple. It, yeah. A lot of games, movies, whatever. Like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just like a common thing now. Everyone knows what Noz is or Nitrous because of this movie, probably. Um, to give you some, some numbers, budget was 76 million, so almost double the first. Oh. Opening weekend did 50 million, so 26 under budget. Uh, went on gross worldwide to make 236 million on a 76 mil budget. So it's not bad. It's not bad. Not bad. Not bad for a sequel. Yeah. yeah. I mean, critic reviews gave it 37% for this one, which, yeah, I can understand. 
audience reviews yeah. gave it 50%, which I think is also understandable. Mm-hmm. It's not an amazing movie. Yeah. But... Again, it's it's one of those things where how you would how you would review it at the time versus how you review it now, I feel like would be different. Because I think at the time I could say, yeah, five, six out of ten. Well, now I'm like two, three, maybe four tops out of ten. Like it's really weird when you look at it all laid out versus at the yeah. time. Yeah. I think and, it, um, it, it done the job well. It did. Yeah, one of one of the reasons I'm pretty sure that I I might not have watched it is because uh like Vin Diesel isn't even in this one. No. Or, or the next um, one. Um, I mean, he. No, no he's he not is, in this at he all. No, like, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. It's in the cups. next one that we jump to what we're thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. So, third movie, Fast and the Furious, Tokyo Drift. I'm going to do a Charlie. Best one ever, Bite Me. I promise you, this is the <laughs> best movie in the franchise. They, they did step it up. I can yeah. rewatch this movie over and over and over again. It's just, it's just so fucking sick. This was the most balanced of like suspend belief anime, like the you know the the, the villain you know drifting driver and all of this business and like the real life stuff of like okay this guy's coming he's drag racing in, in the states he comes to Tokyo because you know for X Y and Z reason and now he has to learn how to fucking do this and it's like. Some of the best stunt driving and drifting that I've seen. Yeah. 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 And I, it's not like a lot of the drifting scenes that you see, a lot of them aren't CGI. They're like legit no, they're real. drifting they're real. scenes. Yeah. The yeah. scene with um when he's learning to drift, and I think he's driving by like a pier or a bridge or something. You see two like I think like Japanese or Asian sort of fishes. Japanese they're fishes, the two yeah. they're the two real stunt drivers for that film. They're the ones been doing yeah. stunts. Yeah, the one yeah, I just remember the one in the blue jacket. He's actually like the world champion drift racer in Tokyo at the That's time. He was like awesome, the real DK. Yeah, he was actually the drifting. He was he did a lot of the the the, the stunts for that. Like I remember, and the scene you talk about where Sean's learning to drift. Yeah, um, that was actually the the guy, but he was he was struggling to make it like to fuck up the drift because he was just naturally doing it so well he was like consciously having to co- fuck up his own drift to make it look like a <laughs> so beginner he, he looked like a novice yeah it's was, it was kind of mad that's a, that's a hard thing to do man yeah i, I mean, guess it kind of this film kind of did with drifting <clears throat> like what it what it done with nos like it just yeah with, yeah with games yeah. and everything else like drifting just kind of blew up yeah so they kind of take these things and they're like how can we make this look crazy and cool and yeah, this was yeah, i think this is the, still the time when fast and furious wasn't like new new it would it'd been around but it was still like a serious thing when a, when a new film came out i was like oh shit fast and furious is out it was like that kind of hype to it well it was but, eight years no sorry it was five years since the first film and i, yeah. I give them their dues for a third film on a franchise i know it became movie universe They've done something I've, I've heard or seen a lot in other franchises is they completely changed the cast. Yeah. Yeah. Like completely and location. Yeah. And to it's my understanding, like they tried to reboot it. Yeah. I feel like it was a soft reboot. Yeah, you're right. I mean, that was the idea for it. But then the reason that 
it kind of flopped, I'll get onto it, was because it was rated very poorly. It it didn't do great numbers. It was the lowest domestic box office success in the franchise. Uh, How much did it make? It made 158 million gross worldwide on an 85 million budget. So didn't even make half the money back off the budget, which is why I think maybe they left it and maybe because the main cast wasn't in it. I mean, Vin Diesel is in this movie, but at the very, very end. It's like a He's little... a cameo. Yeah. yeah. Ties the universe all together. Yeah, kind but of. I agree with you. I think it's, it's, it's one of, if not the best in the franchise. Yeah, for sure. I, like, do, uh... I do wonder what their vision kind of was at this point, because one, like, they kind of got to go by how the last film or films went in terms of how they think it's going to be received, as well as, you know, did they did they kind of want to make it so each film is different? So maybe they would have done the next film in a different country, different different cast, uh, if they were maybe. going to make more, or you know, did they then look at these figures and think, do you know, what? we need to get, we do need to get Vin Diesel back and some of the yeah, other cast Vin- back. That would have been kind of cool if they'd done like each movie in like a different location, like a different story. That would have been kind of sick. But I think Drifting was always attached to Japan or Tokyo. I think they went to Japan because that's where a lot of their, one of their biggest foreign box office spaces were. So you kind of work with the demographic, to my understanding. Um... And another little, t- I don't know why I've watched so many, this is what I mean, I've, there's so much more Fast and Furious stuff in my head that I don't know how or why it's there. But um, I know that there's a little tidbit of, you know in that famous square in Tokyo where they do a lot of the filming for the drifting? Mm-hmm. Shibuya like that, Crossing. Is it, yeah, it should be a Crossing. You're not by law allowed to, to film there. Like, it's just not a filming. You can't close down the streets how they might do it in other countries. But they would still find the time to do it. And because they know that the police would come and stop shooting, they had a sort of dummy director. So they would have a guy, they would literally get paid where if the police comes, please just say you're, I can't remember the director's name, you're me, you're going to get arrested, you're going to be in prison for a night, and you're going to come out, and then we'll come back here tomorrow. <laughs> no, it, where they had yeah, a full yeah. guy. They had a full guy, yeah. And it, it actually happened. The police came, and he got arrested, went to prison for one night, or their jail for one night, and then they carried on filming quickly and finished all their scenes as fast as they could. <laughs> oh my God, I, I did not know that. I thought that was just like a like one of the CG scenes or like a makeup set or something. I something think like they, from that point onwards, you know when they do like the back-in-time scenes with Han and all that? Because Han's another fucking yeah. awesome character they introduced. I yeah, think Han they have re- a he's a recreated guy. it. Amazing. And I think he he's Han's, Han's meant to be another character from another franchise. But that's speculation. Oh, okay. But yeah, that's that's my tidbit yeah. for Tokyo Drift. They had a full guy. <laughs> so, what would you what would you rate this? Because this these ratings piss me off. I'll be honest. It was given <laughs> a critic score of thirty eight. Fucking joke, idiots. And an audience score of sixty nine. <laughs> sixty nine. Yeah. But sixty nine percent was what audience scored it. Ridiculous. Uh... Ridiculous. This is like a, a, at least an 85. At least yeah. an 85. Yeah, that's, that's where I'm mind. standing, man. I'm like 8 slash... Not, I think as a film, 
it's like a seven or an eight in this franchise, eight or nine easily. Dude, it's so good, man. I think I'll actually watch this the other night just because I felt like watching. <laughs> you were, you were reading back your Fast and Furious report, like I'm really in the mood. <laughs> so makes sense. After if you this... were gonna, to, to be honest, I'll just, I'll just throw in like, if you were gonna watch, like, I guess one of the older Fast and Furious, like more grounded, I say like. Quote unquote grounded fast and furious, probably would chuck on Tokyo Drift. Yeah, I mean, it is just because from, 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 from here is where it goes a bit crazy. <laughs> yeah, from here is when they start to get a bit like, hey, it's the same movie, let's just do it bigger and better, and it gets a bit insane. So, yeah. Fast and Furious 4, they got rid of the thes, and it's just called Fast and Furious. Came Whoa. out in 2009. This one looks Do we like remember this movie? The only yeah. thing I really remember about this film is, to my knowledge, this was Gal Gadot's first movie role ever, from model to actress. I don't remember the film. I'm reading the synopsis, and I still somehow don't care. Um, yeah. I'm yeah. Not okay, sure yeah. I'm getting confused with maybe one of the later films, because obviously in this one, the main plot point is that Letty is dead. Yes. But yeah. I know that she obviously comes back. Yeah. Um, and I can I can remember the scene where um, I think Dom sees her die or something like that. But I might be thinking of a flashback in a later film. <laughs> so maybe I, I I might not have seen this one. I think, yeah, this is when the timeline gets confusing because it's like after Fast and Furious, before Tokyo Drift. So the timeline, yeah, everything it gets, gets a, a bit, bit more convoluted. Skewed. It's, um, this is definitely one of the more forgettable movies in the entire franchise. It's not amazing. Um, so yeah, Letty is killed working for a big time drug dealer, Braga. Uh, while Dom is overseas, so he goes to get revenge, not knowing that Brian, who is still working undercover for the FBI, is already investigating Braga. Dom and Brian get back together in Mexico to kill the guy who killed Lay and bring Braga back to the United States. This is when mm. they're in Mexico and they got to bring him back across the border. I think I remember. I think I remember a scene. Are they driving out into the desert? Yeah, and there's, there's like a little loads wooden... of cars in a line or yeah. something. Like yeah, yeah and there's like a little this. wooden thing and they drive through underneath the tunnels and everything. Mm-hmm. It's um it's not amazing. I I didn't like it. It's kind of eh. Yeah. But it kind of brings the main cast back, which I guess is what a lot of people wanted. But, yeah. Um, yeah, for me it's this isn't an amazing film. This is easily one of the more forgettable ones. No. I'm literally looking at images of the characters, I'm like, I don't remember you. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember I liked Dom and Brian getting back together. I like that buddy, not cop, yeah. but you know, that sort of buddy partnership because it was just became mm-hmm. like more so focused on the two of them and what they were going through. And I enjoyed that dynamic and I enjoyed that cast coming back. But the synopsis uh, is blurry. Yeah, it's, it's, it's something that I'm surprised like from the first film that they didn't stick with, keeping Brian and, and, um, and Dominic buddied up. Yeah, they're kind of like they're almost antithesis of each other, but like they love yeah, each but, other so much. But Brian, Brian passes away. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. But like, you know, to then to go from the fast and the furious to too fast, too furious and just say, you know, Vin Diesel's not in this. We're just gonna keep Brian. I, I thought that was a, like a strange option to take. And then what, eight years down the line they they go, Okay, bring back Vin Diesel. Apparently yeah. the face of the franchise. Yeah, it's a little bit strange. strange. I think this was the time that Vin Diesel was trying to branch off and start the whole Riddick franchise. Oh yeah, when when he was in his absence, because he I know he's a person. Yeah, is is a personal favorite, like fan of it. So the whole thing about that, the um, the little cameo that he was in for Tokyo Drift, Vin Diesel made an agreement with the studio to say. He's not. He he won't get paid for the cameo. And yes, he wanted rights to Riddick, so they gave him the rights. He appeared in the cameo, and then Riddick went on to like make his own little Chronicles of Riddick series, which he was an executive producer on and everything. Oh, so that was the deal behind that. For a cameo, yeah, That's a yeah, deal and a half. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah. Little, for the numbers for this one, budget was eighty-five million, which is crazy because I don't really remember ninety-five. Is that less, less than Tokyo Drift. It was Tokyo 82. Drift was eighty-five million budget. This was given the same budget, estimated eighty-five million, so maybe about the same. Opening weekend in U.S. and Canada made seventy million, so fifteen lost. Gross worldwide went on to make three hundred and sixty million. Which is double Tokyo Drift. Maybe because it was the main cast that brought it back. Yeah, I don't I know. Think that's what it was. It has to I be. Think they brought the cast back. Yeah, but I think yeah. that also kind of people in any franchise, there's always a film that kind of drops the bar a little bit. People bag on it, like it didn't work. But I'm like, this film would not have been as successful if the previous film didn't do what it did. Forget how good or bad it is. The, the lack of the main right. cast, people maybe having their personal like, opinions about it if they would have kept the cast for every film this film would not have been the boost that it was because people aren't excited to see these people back but it's it's a it's a relative boost isn't it it's yeah i mean by by tokyo drift you could kind of class it just by the figures that it was kind of a failing franchise and then yeah well for, so we thought them, <laughs> and then fast and this fast four uh, that's them trying to save it, really. Yeah, that's what. That's exactly what it feels like. <laughs> but critic score gave it twenty eight percent, which I agree with. Mm. Audience score gave it sixty seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I do wonder about these critics. Like, maybe they're not into cars and stuff as well. Because <laughs> I mean, I know, maybe they just get these film critics in and they don't understand what's going on. Possibly, it's always like the critics just hate every single movie. Like, who Listen, are man? These? We don't know who they are, but let's be honest. These are not. I know we, we keep reiterating these, and I'm not bagging anyone that likes them. But these are the soap operas of movies. They are not smart. Yeah. They are predictable. It's, oh, he died. No, she's alive. Who killed you? Nope, they've got amnesia. Oh, th- this is my enemy now. You're my best friend. I'm like, you are such a soap opera, man. Like, mm, yeah. And, sure, I, yes. you know, I'm not going to expect the critics. Critics review a film with that sort of analysis, whereas we enjoy films just by enjoying it. And, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't always have to be a clever film to enjoy it. Yeah, true. 
So, Fast and Furious Five. Have you seen this Fast, one? Fast Fast Five. Uh... One in Brazil. This I was actually this, a good this one. This one is where it starts to blow up, isn't it? Like it, as a franchise. Um, yeah, it gets a little bit insane. Right, so but it's still kind of tied yeah, together. So f- from here now, this is when I watched them. But now that my memory starts to kind of like moments spatter, like it's like moments here and there. I'm, my attention span is starting to wane now. Just yeah. out of curiosity, which film is it where Dom catches Letty and they land on the car together on the motorway? Which film is that? Because that's the last film I went and caught this film. <laughs> that was a crazy start. Uh, that didn't make sense. <laughs> didn't make any sense. Um, sure I think I it was um, the next one. Well. I think it's the, the next, next one. one. Yeah. I don't think okay. Letty's in there still presumed. It was, it was the next one, yeah. Okay, so. sorry. So I, I don't want to jump ahead. I will talk on that later, but uh, that's what that's the moment where I let go. So right now <laughs> You switched off. Was <laughs> you in the cinema, you got up and walked out. I was with I, I was I'm done. <laughs> I, I was with an ex, so I had to stay on top because she really liked it. Uh, <laughs> so I had to kind of stay on. <laughs> Uh, I had to be invested. Uh, anyway, so yeah, Luke Hobbs in Soldier. this film. Is that, is that The Rock, right? Yeah. Yes, this is yeah. also the introduction of The Rock as Hobbs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I've watched Something this one. Hobbs. I watched this one. So, yeah. Uh, quick, give, do you want a little synopsis Please. of the movie? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So uh, this one, yeah, this one was set in Rio, Brazil. Um, Brian is now a legit fugitive uh, for helping break Dom out of prison, which is how the last one ended, if you remember that. Um, They all escaped to Brazil to lay low and live out a peaceful life as much as possible until they're forced to get back into stealing cars and this time make it a little more fancy. They're stealing cars straight off of trains now. I remember that in the beginning scene, there's like a, a, a special car being transported only by locomotives and they have to steal it off the train in the middle of the desert that's how they start the movie that's like their first plan yes yes so it's kind of insane is this the Um, one with the with the vault yes yes okay yeah Yeah. it's it's coming back to me it's coming back to me sorry sorry. Um, so you know so they eventually draw the attention of hobbs uh played by the rock uh, when Mia first announces that she's pregnant, and Dom oh, starts that, going that. all about family, everything starts to become about oh. family. Okay, My family, about, nothing breaks family. family. It's about it's about two things. It's about three things: which is cars, family, and Corona. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Corona is also a, a supporting cast member in every single movie for Fast and Furious. <laughs> Um, so yeah they start planning ahead and realizing they're going to need one last big score for the run to lay low for good and they start by the plan to do that is to steal an entire vault as they drive it through the streets of brazil demolishing everything in their path yeah yeah the safe the safe scene was when i was a bit like huh this is a bit insane but okay Mm -hmm. Let's just carry on. It's like DVDs, Tokyo, are safe in the street. Yeah, it was. Um, it was. This for me was when it started to get a bit insane. When was this? 2011. Yeah, it, 2011. They stepped up the spectacle for sure. And, and it was the opportune moment to do it. 
Um, yeah. I like. I kind of like the introduction of of Luke Hobbs as kind of like a. In in this anyway, he's kind of like the, the opponent for for Dominic. Yeah. I think I'm. Yeah. Yeah, they kind of didn't really get on. Because someone else was supposed to be playing, was supposed to be cast as Hobbs. I think it was, I want to say Tommy Lee Jones, but someone was supposed to say supposed to play Hobbs. So old. (laughs) Yeah, but I think it was like a random fan got in touch with them and said they they want like you should get. Hot, uh, the Rock to play one of your, in your movies because seeing The Rock and Vin Diesel together would be cool, and they took it seriously and they actually went for The Rock. No way, which is fucking from insane. Fan. From a fan, a fan suggestion was like, "Hey, what about The Rock?" And they were like, "Yeah, good idea." And they actually called in The Rock. It was me. <laughs> I love The Rock. Can you imagine well, want... that one person? Oh, and I'm sure he didn't get anything. I think he was um. And I think he appears in the films later, right? Isn't the guy that plays Ego, Living Planet? Kurt Russell. Uh, Kurt Russell. Yeah. Wasn't it meant to be Kurt Russell that was uh, that they had the plan to be Hobbs? I think he was supposed to be originally cast as... They had him originally cast as someone else. I don't know if it was Hobbs. But they did have a different idea for him, but he ended up becoming um, Mr. Nobody, the character that he plays. <laughs> But yeah, this was a good movie, man. I remember actually enjoying this movie. It got a bit fuck shit crazy at the end, but mm. it was a good watch. It was very entertaining. They definitely stepped up the the visuals. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, the numbers kind of backed that up. But what, what were you guys thinking about this movie? If you remember it that much. It was fun. It was, It knew what it was. I think now the idea of long-term franchise was kicking in because now, especially something like Marvel started off with the hope, but the idea of always an extended universe from 2008. So it's been about two, three years now. More and more films are coming out. People are kind of responding. So I always kind of see that as a blueprint of other franchises going, oh, we can do more than films. Because mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys. I remember, especially Lord of the Rings is that staple for me. Is any movie... More than one or two was a big deal. A trilogy, even that mm. word was like, whoa, this is a big, big deal. As long as it wasn't now, straight to DVD, yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So the idea of having the word four and five and six was just mm-hmm. crazy at that time. So I think it was really good for what it was. I was still curious and I did enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was um, a good opportunity at this point um because i guess previously you know you got three years between two and drift and then three years between um drift and uh, fast four yeah and i guess they they took this opportunity like like sahan said they they've seen what marvel can do and they thought let's let's go crazy let's get the cast let's get the rock let's Think of some crazy stunts, high stunts let's they can do. Spend money to make money, kind of. Yeah, thing. yeah. And then let's make this a, a real spectacle from start to finish. And I think it worked. I think it drew in, it drew in fans of the franchise again, people <laughs> who like cars, and also, it's it's fairly passable action movie. 
So I think it's, yeah. it started drawing in people that way as well. Yeah. yeah. I think what Fraser said was right. I think it was by this film that because they were getting their shit together and they're forming it together, it started to have like a more stable fan base. Like people that liked yeah. it knew what they were going in for and people that didn't now took a step back. Yeah, they, they kind of started to realize what was working and what wasn't working. Like the normal racing underground scene kind of stuff is how it started wasn't what it was doing anymore. It wasn't Some early that it was shit. Yeah, it was it, it needed ago. to be more insane, which is what they started doing and and it obviously worked because the budget was an estimated 125 million Ooh, opening okay. weekend in US and Canada, yeah, the highest budget so far. Opening weekend in US and Canada made 86 million, so a fair bit short. Then gross worldwide went on to make six hundred and twenty-six million. What do you do? Five hundred million more. Does it tell you? Oh, oh, I don't know if you've seen like where the highest sort of fan base is coming from because it's clearly not super like popular in the US. I mean, at least I don't know exactly where it was super popular. I need IMDb Maybe. Um, I'm I'm having a little look. By the way, I did check it. It was Tommy Lee Jones they had for Hobbs. That was the original. It was Tommy Lee Jones. And God damn. Just out of curiosity, the the previous film before this, the budget was eighty five million. What did it make domestic? Domestic. 70 mil or seventy one million pretty much. Seventy one mil. So it was just below their budget. And the next film, the budget was 125. And then domestic, it made 86. I'm not saying that it's got, it's got, it's not got to smash it, but then the, the, the domestic amount has gone up from 71 to 86. They've literally covered the budget of the previous two, three films. So it is still an improvement domestically. So this film has done well in, it didn't, it wasn't like it dropped domestic Trends. 10, 20 mil. And then it made three hundred million only globally. Even domestically, it was still doing rather well, at least from the. I previous... mean, I mean, gross US and Canada opening weekend was eighty six, but gross US and Canada was two hundred and nine million. Okay. Gross worldwide was six hundred and twenty six, so an extra four hundred and twenty million came from <laughs> around the world. Where that exactly sense. that was, I'm not sure, but yeah, people in Cineworld got. A a good chunk of their fucking money burning <laughs> up their tires. The fire alarms having, are going off that day. Having, <laughs> even, having every even other weekend, little, having even a little look. So it's just giving me. Sorry, I'm just looking at a couple of different answers. But a lot, the biggest one, and like every fan tries that relies on it is it's very popular in China. Very very popular because for them, and it's true. I never I never thought of it that way. For them, it's like as it's being phrased online, it's like a trendy foreign film. It's like us watching anime and having a different appreciation than the people who actually, you know, it's the Hollywood Japan. films, right? Like, yeah, yeah. they they know the actors that they like, and the kind of films that come out of Hollywood. Yeah, they like to invest True. as well. And Which also, is, yeah, what they've really made a good point on again. I'm reading is they're saying it's apart from like a movie, like a lot of films that have international location so it's going to represent a lot of different countries and people are going to get a little bit hyped and it doesn't really stay in the states as much but also the cast is really diverse and this yeah. mentioned like samoan uh, african-american israeli british latina asian 
and it <laughs> and in brackets it says whatever Vin Diesel is. Um, so <laughs> yeah, I never Diffusion. actually thought about that one. It's, it's, it represents a lot of diversity in where it is and who they have as well. Yeah, I need to look that up now. What is what is a Vin it's, Diesel? It's, it's, it's just Let a red ball. Just let me know, because now I want to know. While you're doing that, critic scores for this was a lot higher. Highest in three movies, I think it's been. They gave it a 78%, which is decent. Audience score was 83%. So I think this was universally liked by a lot of people. I don't know if the internet knows. No, the internet is getting so confused, right? So Vin Diesel nationality is the obvious, like, American. I'm like, all right, what's the ethnicity? Use the internet. What? Yeah, but, and then when you go to ethnicity, he goes, he was raised by his, he was raised by his white mother, an adoptive African-American father. It doesn't, he's obviously he's, got a mixed race. Really I know he wants to convince people that he has got a bit of Hispanic or South American vibe, but to my understanding he's got none of that like this is he's, he's just, not full he norwegian he's got a very good time he's full norwegian he's just, he's just guessing like <laughs> it's i've seen here his mother is english german scottish and irish ancestry like he said his adopted yeah. father is african-american that's what i'm saying an adopted father as well he says he's definitely a person of color but why doesn't he just confirm it <laughs> why doesn't he just go and like get a test done like those those test kits are like fifty quid, right? And isn't Vin Diesel like a fucking millionaire? He could he could on? start his own his own business to find out if he wanted. Or maybe his he own did and then lab. found out. <laughs> you are white, oh, man. And just to I'm give a little, this under wraps. a little touch, his and there might be a bit of a shell shock for you guys. His real name is Mark Sinclair. That is too average. Vin Diesel is a stage name. Where did Vin Diesel come from? It's a stage name. Oh. Bruv, he has the word Diesel in his name. He had to do a film about driving. (laughs) I was born for this part. Okay, so Fast and Furious 6. This is the movie where Dom catches Letty from the sky across right. the bridge. I had to go to the cinema to watch this shit, right? Not even in the name of love, but just in the name of just like doing shit together, date night. What the fuck? I was enjoying the film for what it was. It was stupid enough and aware enough, kind of. But when that scene happened, I couldn't physically get up and leave, but internally, I checked out. And I mean, I checked out so hard that I never went back to this franchise again. And it, yeah. became, a, it became more of a pissing contest. I was like, right, now this is now going into science fiction. No, no, I don't care. You, I would respect it if he had a cut, at least, or a bruise. No, no, he gets up in the most pristine, crisp white mm-hmm. T-shirt. Like, he got it off the hanger, and he's like, I got you late. I got you late. Don't worry about it. I was like, no. No. I'm this done. This is where it gets anime. This is... No, but I, it just annoyed me, because now I can still respect it, because I'm like, oh, you know your anime now. But at that time, you're like, you're tiptoeing the line into this explosive uh, dynamic. No. Uh-uh. It pissed well, me yeah, off so you're, much. Yeah, you're, you're shark That's what they were doing. 
Yes, thank you. And I paid yeah. for that shit. <laughs> I mean, to oh. be fair, they did they did release a um, it was like a, a newspaper article or something somewhere, yeah. and it was saying that um, Vin Diesel is basically a demigod now, which is why he can yeah. survive falling <laughs> off of bridges mid air on tanks unscathed. It's all that diesel you know. that he's breathed in. Yeah, it's it's just it's just he's fuel. fuel. You know what it is? When a film doesn't follow the rules of its own universe, it's annoying for me. That's what pisses yeah. me off. Like Scott Pilgrim was more realistic to me because it followed the rules of its own world. <laughs> no, that, uh, there's no stakes in this in these franchise now, and that's where it lost me. I was like, I don't. If you don't care about your rules, why should I? Yeah, <laughs> it's like you know they're going to go into this and come out unscathed. Like you, Bruv, no one dies. The cast coming back from the dead. No one gets hurt. There's a scene even in the future films of like Vin Diesel fucking pulling chains off of the walls and shit, and things crumbling down. And uh, no, I'm gonna, uh-uh. I'll, 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 we'll get back to this. But I'll I'm mention so a scene in one of the. I think it's in nine. I think it might be in nine. But he just does some insane fucking shit. But we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Spoilers. Okay. <laughs> so um, I need some water. Do you remember Fast Six? Fast. I remember that it's it's the thing is these films like I just start to remember them as scenes. Yeah. Like, I remember the so, like, I yeah, think yeah. it's towards the beginning where um Jason Statham comes in and, and fights with Hobbs. Kind of beats yeah. him. Isn't this of... the film where you find out that this is the guy that kills Han and you find out that Letty's alive but she's got amnesia, she's working for mm-hmm. the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Um I think it's kind of. I think it actually starts out with them doing a heist on like a uh, truck, stealing fuel from a truck. Is that is that this one? I think. <laughs> There's so many questions being got. Is it is it yeah. this one? I don't think so. They're in the car. So <laughs> is it this one? Okay, so let, let me let me read you what I've got. So Brian and Mia are live living a nice chilled life with their baby. Dom and Elena are doing their own thing. And Han and Giselle, because um, Letty is still dead, according to everything else. Dom and Elena are doing their own thing, and Han and Giselle are also happily living their own lives, doing their own thing. Taj and Roman are like a buddy comedy duo now. That's the kind of yeah. relationship that they have. And they're dynamic. Um, cool. And they're just doing random shit. In walks the unit that is Hobbs, aka The Rock, and appears before Dom to let him know, hey, by the way, let you still alive, bro. You might want to get on that. And then, except this time, she's working for a guy called Shaw, Luke Shaw, which is the guy, the, what's his name? Luke Evans? Luke Evans, I think his name is. I don't he's know. He's, in... a good a- he's a good actor. I like him as an actor. Yeah. I don't know. His, I can't remember his real yeah, name. He's, he's the bad guy in this movie. If oh, you remember. No. I do remember. I remember he had the did he have the really low down car where he could drive under other cars and flip them over and shit? That was pretty yeah, cool. It was like a weird Fast and Furious Batmobile. Yeah. Kevin too. Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. Yeah. He had a trick car. <laughs> he did. Yeah, pretty much. He had um uh, what's it called? Like Robot Wars. He had that but in a full size. <laughs> yes. Yes. He had a Robot Wars car. He did. Have it. Bad guy. <laughs> Bad so um guy. Dom 
calls on the group once again on a rescue mission to get Letty back and reunite the family because it's all about family now. She's one of the family. And essentially, so the group, yeah, the group get armed up and essentially become the good guy equivalent of the Akatsuki and Team Seven combined because they're fucking (laughs) unstoppable. Of course. Uh, They go to take down Shaw, who is trying to destroy the world somehow. I can't remember how exactly he's going about it, but he's a bad guy. Guns. He's got a lot of guns. Um, He's got a flip to Yeah, so in the process, this is when... (laughs) (laughs) Ultimate car, go! So, yeah, this is when um, Dom finds Letty in the middle of all this madness. Dom finds Letty, and she pops a cap in Dom's ass because she has amnesia (laughs) all of a sudden. Yeah. yeah, exactly how she has amnesia. Is it ever? I mentioned? thought she got like shot in the head, like literally. No, it was like from the. It was like from the trauma, right? Because Dom's memory of her is as he's like passing out, and he thinks she's dying on the floor. But it's the trauma of the crash, or hit, like the movie equivalent of like her hitting her head. But it's always a bit blurry, to my knowledge. So you'd think this would be like a key plot point that we would all remember, right? But this is just like. How did she do this again? It's like we stopped giving a shit. It's like, oh, now you have a seizure. Yeah, let's oh, be honest. It. She read the script. That's how she got lost her memory. <laughs> um, too many fumes. <laughs> it's too, too, too fast. Too furious. Uh, right. So yeah, now Dom has to. Yeah, Dom has to do the whole fifty-first date thing with her, and get her to fall in love with her <laughs> all over again by yeah. doing street racing with her. And she's all like, oh, he's actually kind of cool, but I remember you, but not really. But oh my god, am I going to shoot you? I'm not going to shoot you. And she does, does the whole confused amnesia lover thing that we've all seen. And then, um, yeah, that's and then uh, there's a point where they have a big chase on the motorway, and they're on a tank, and then that's when Dom is does it, his Superman. Isn't this also the one where the tank goes down and they shoot the floor and then the tank boom and bounces off is of its own like propulsion something like that i remember a tank doing something fucking stupid it's yeah. all bullshit i'm telling you it's all bullshit this film pissed me off so much because i had to go towards it i paid good money to watch this shit <laughs> yeah it was um it was definitely something it's like a it's like a like a kid who has that like racing car bed and starts having like a fever droop. <laughs> <laughs> the only interesting thing about this film was it brought it up to the event of Tokyo Drift. You found out how Han died and Shaw's out and Letty's back and then um, Jason Statham kicks in at the end. Like, that's it. Apart like Han dying and be like, oh shit, that is it. And even he doesn't stay dead. But that's for another moment. Yeah, I'm oh, really yeah, sorry. I'm really tricked now. They're sure in Hobbs fight. That's in the next film. Seven. Yes, yeah, yeah. Jason Statham yeah. is on. He's on a yeah, cameo. Get blurry. It's get blurry. Yeah, he's just a little cameo for this one. But um, to give you the numbers, the budget was 160 million. So again, they're just getting higher and higher from their 125 record. Budget was 160 million. Gross in US and Canada. Uh, opening weekend was 97 million 
grossed worldwide was seven hundred and eighty-eight million. Crazy! They're oh. making so much profit. I'm, I'm surprised their budgets are so low. What was the What was the budget? Sorry, hundred and budget was one hundred and sixty. So the highest budget to date, but then they also raked in the most to date with seven hundred and eighty-eight million. So look, let's be honest. For whatever we say about this franchise, the numbers don't lie. Or I mean, they could lie, but you know, it's making money. Whatever they're doing seems to be working. Even the home, even domestically, they've gone up from like eighty-six to ninety. So every mm-hmm. film now, in the last two, three films, they've gone up by ten mil domestically, and now they've gone up to like seven hundred something mil. Like, that's well, money. Well. We'll, we'll get we'll, we'll get we're gonna go to it. you think seven hundred and eighty-eight million is a lot. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. But then we get to Fast and Furious Seven. I think that's two thousand and fifteen. We should have a quick outbreak. Okay. Good point. Good point. So before we get into Fast and Furious fast Seven, let's take a break from all this fast and all this fury. Take a chill. Ad have break. some ad break. Ad oh, break. Oh my god. In a world surrounded by chaos. Sir, we're getting reports from NASA that there is a Cat 7 meteorite out in space and is on a direct collision path with Earth. Thanos is back, and Aquaman has turned on us and declared all fish on the planet are now under his protection and is on the warpath for killing us for those fish finger sandwiches. What are your orders? <laughs> no need to panic, subordinate. I know just who to call. There is only one man who has the power to save us all. What is it this time, nobody? I was in the middle of a family barbecue. This summer, summon the power of family. Apologies, Dom, but you know I wouldn't call you if I didn't have any other choice. We got another situation. The Earth needs your team one more time. Ah, uh, shit. Here we go again. Dominic Toretto will be an unstoppable force. How are you even down here? You're human, you should be dead. If there's one thing you should underestimate, is how far I'm willing to go for my family. Who breaks all the rules. Wait, what? That doesn't make any sense. We're literally in Atlantis, 5,000 feet underwater. Ancestral kick! Hey, I'm Aquaman and I'm defeated! It's easy taking down Aquaman, but let's see how you fare against me, the Mad Titan Thanos. Can we please hurry this up? I think my corona's getting cold by now. Wait, what? Ancestral kick! (coughs) I'm defeated. Now, how am I supposed to take out the meteorite? Why would Nelly say if she were here? Um, who are you again? I have amnesia. Ah, uh, that's my girl. Ah, uh, I am Diesel! Take this, you big rock. Ancestral kick! <coughs> Dom, you did it! You saved us all once again! How can we ever thank you? Corona. Corona family. And I am Diesel. 
What the fuck does that even mean? Fast and Furious 69? Supermotor Corona Overdrive Part 4. Hmm, okay, uh... Coming soon to theaters near you. It's okay, it's okay, I'm wearing, I'm wearing my white Dom t-shirt, I'm protected. <laughs> oh, magic, I see, I see. So, Fast and Furious 7, boys. Welcome back! Oh, welcome back! <laughs> Fast and Furious 7, 2015. Yeah. Now you thought 788 million was a lot. Do we remember what happened in 7? One very, very big thing. Is this where they drive uh, from building to building in Dubai? I mean, that's that's one of the big things that happens in the film, but not the biggest. Not the biggest. So, Fast and Furious 7 was the last film Paul Walker was in before he died. So he's filmed in R.I.P. He's filmed a few scenes in it, but there are a lot of scenes in the movie where it's just CGI or his brothers are standing in for him. Yeah, yeah, but, I remember. Um, this was the this was Paul Walker's last movie, and this is the one with, with, that, with Kurt Russell. Indeed, indeed, you are correct, sir. So, I'll give you the numbers after. I'll give you the numbers after. But do okay, you yep. want? A quick rundown. Do you know what happens in the movie? What's the, roughly? What's the main crazy stunts? Main crazy stunts in seven. Da, 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 da. Other than them busting out of the skyscraper in Dubai and landing into another skyscraper, the skyscraper, <laughs> and then um, doing it again. <laughs> yeah, that was. Um, was that a heist? Were they were they stealing that car in particular? So basically, there's a chip. In this car that they need, to, of course, that of Ramsey. Course need. Ramsey is the new character introduced to Seven, who is Daenerys Targaryen's right-hand lady from Game of Thrones. Uh, okay, the, cool, cool, cool. If you remember her, no, but yeah, um, cool. Yeah, she's Ramsey. She's like the hacker in in the movie that joins the squad, and there is a weapon that a chip that's responsible for a lot of damage and can destroy the world and it's hidden on that car so they need to steal the car but they can't figure out how to get the chip off it so they just steal the entire car by driving it out of the skyscraper from like the hundred something floor into the opposite skyscraper completely unscathed because Dom is a demigod what 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 would they have done if they had that like briefing or like we need your team to steal this chip? All right, cool. It's gonna save the world. All right, cool. It's in Dubai. All right, cool. But it's just on a USB drive. They're gonna be like, uh, we only deal with cars. Yeah, but it's, <laughs> it's 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 just a flash drive. It's the size of your palm, Dom. You could you can you can do everything you do in the movie. Just grab it and walk out. Uh, walk. Does it I, have wheels? I don't walk out. <laughs> They're gonna be like, all right, tell you what. At best, we're going to give you a segue. You know, we'll give you a segue. You put the USB on there. But all right, cool. As long as it's got, got NOS. <laughs> Can it drift? V12? V12. <sighs> so This is where, this is from this film onwards where I was no longer surprised or triggered or anything by Fast and Furious. I was like, you know what you are. I know my standards. I'm seeing the adverts. 
I might have caught glimpses of this film, and I know I have, because when I look at pictures, I'm like, I kind of remember these scenes from TV, but I honestly don't give a shit from this point onwards. The only reason I watched this movie was because I knew it was Paul Walker's last movie. <laughs> that was the only reason I, I went suspect. to go see it. I yeah, think a lot of people it. went for that reason, in all fairness. Yeah, which is fair. Which is fair. Which is probably no, no, ab- ab- absolutely fair. Absolutely the numbers. Fair. It's a send-off yeah. movie, man. Like it's 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 a level of respect in terms yeah. of for what it meant to us in real life. But as a franchise movie, I I, I gave up. I checked that. Yeah. I checked out of the cinema, and I I have never checked back in. Yeah, same. Yeah, it's um like you like you said before, like obviously nobody is kind of in danger in in any of the scenes so you kind of know they're all going to come out okay so you're kind of just watching it just to see how it's going to escalate or de-escalate yeah and yeah, it doesn't matter. yeah. The are kind of cool yeah you're yeah. right it's kind of the highs and lows without any of the extremes yeah yeah they are they are literally like the avengers the earth's mightiest heroes like they can do whatever they want and everything will be completely hey fine. even mcu had the dusting okay even they had the snap and shit went down we had deaths and loss and even though they came back there were consequences to that coming but they're back demigods sir Vision these people are demigods they, they they can do no wrong i they forgot will never find yeah. harm. of course this is the combination of riddick and fast and furious and harry potter and mission impossible <laughs> and on the mcu all combined into cars mm-hmm. i forgot Rich. thank you for letting me know <laughs> you're welcome you're welcome so the numbers the budget again topped its record from 160 million from the last movie to 190 million okay. opening weekend in us and canada made 147 million so almost Whoa. made this budget back gross us and canada made 353 million so cover the budget Nice and easy. Gross worldwide, one point five billion. Billion, crazy. Yeah. There it is. One point five billion. They I think this the... is the reason why they are probably on that list for highest grossing franchises of all yeah. time. Bro, they because... hit the they hit the word billion and one and a half before even the MCU did. And it took them how many years to get to the billions? Right, yeah. Yeah, they stuck with it. 2015. Jesus. Listen, they... I'm not going to kudos this film. There is a big nostalgia to it. There is a big send-off for Paul Walker. And I know that will be, let's say, 20, 30, 40% of that. The rest of it, they earned it on what they are. And they know what they are. And their audience knows what it is. And I respect them Mm -hmm. for it. But I personally do not care. Good on them, but I do not care. Yeah, that's understandable. So, you know, I, I, I am in the same boat as you, man. I don't really give a shit. I just went to see it because it's Paul Walker's last movie. It wasn't a great movie, but, it, you know, it kind of did what it needed to do. It gave him a nice send-off at the end. It did. Um, they drive off on separate roads. It's very emotional. Yeah, the car that... Paul Walker's actually driving is actually Paul Walker's personal car from his own personal collection. So that was kind of nice. Because he's a big fan of... Was a big fan of street racing and cars and everything. So that was actually his car. It did a lot to give him a nice send-off, which I appreciate. But 
other than that, I don't really give a shit about the rest of the storyline and Fast and Furious world and bullshit stunts. It's just kind of there for entertainment now. But I think it knows that. Like, I think it kind of realizes that people aren't taking it seriously anymore and it is just a, a flashy well, thing. It's, it's kind of and got it's... a monopoly on this kind of kind series, of, yeah. doesn't it? it? Yeah, it knows what it's doing and it's got its formula now. Yeah. Well, it's like what we said at the beginning. No other car franchise movie was doing as well. So they kind of did carve out that part of the of the movie world, of a franchise, of a genre, you know, of itself. And I know it's not yeah. always necessarily about driving. It's it's got cars, but it's not necessarily about driving. But it did own that part of uh, of, of media, and it still does to a certain extent. Absolutely. Yeah. No, you're not wrong. Hey everyone, we're just taking a moment here to let you know some more details about the podcast and the direction we're going. We wanted to let you know that we now have a Gmail account, where we would love to hear from you, connect to you, and get to know you all just a little bit better. So if you have any questions or comments that you might have, please don't hesitate and get in contact with us at rjopoddy at gmail.com. That's rjopoddy at gmail.com. That's right, Rikesh. Another way to get closer to the potty is our amazing but highly under-advertised Instagram page where you can find a collection of our funny and silly ads with visuals for your entertainment, as well as updates on the potty through our Instagram story, and where naturally you can also message us there as well. Find us at Red Jacks on Podcast on Instagram, and we hope you enjoy. Lastly, we are having plans of developing the podcast, extending outside of our hobbies and getting closer to our own individual passions. For me, being a trained therapist, my passion as well as profession is to help people, connect to people and share any tools and techniques that may be helpful to yourselves. And so, to bring the podcast and therapy world that little bit closer, I'm planning on creating an additional Agony Uncle style podcast to the Red Jackson family, where you can send us any mild to moderate issues and challenges you or someone you know may need any advice or guidance on where myself, as well as the boys, and any special guests can help and advise you and delve deeper into the therapy world. So please message us on rjopoddy at gmail.com as mentioned above, and let's begin. If, however, you find yourself or someone you know in need of more specific, dedicated, one-to-one long-term help, then please contact me directly at sirhanavctherapy at gmail.com. That is S-E-R-H-A-N for November, A-V-C-I therapy at gmail.com or find me on the counselling director under Sirhan Avsi as mentioned. I hope to help, I hope to guide and I hope to empower you all. Please find all the relevant details in the description below. I hope you enjoyed and possibly found a new way to get involved and for all of us to connect further. And now we've taken enough of your time back to this amazing episode of Red Jackson. So, we come to the eighth film in the, in the franchise, The Fate of the Furious, in 2017. Do we remember it? Yeah, yeah, I, I pretty much remember this one. Um, this was the first one that introduced Charlie's Theron, right? It's the, um, as the yeah, sure. Cypher. Yeah. yeah. So... I wouldn't be surprised if you haven't seen it. It's it's nope. not an amazing movie. It's um, it's not 
it is what it is. It's just another Fast and Furious movie. I think so. Now once again, it's when they start kind of trying to get into more gimmicks, like you know, how are we going to twist up this film a little bit? How are we going to put a twist on the next one or do something different now? Um, so obviously now it's framing Dominic as the one of the main bad guys for the film. The guy who's yeah. all about family is now against his family. Um, yeah. And I think that That's was like probably the big one twist. of the reasons why I wanted to watch it. Oh, so I'll have you not seen this one? Well, you have seen I have, I have seen this one. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it was a cool little twist to, to see, like, you know, oh, the main guy for family is now against his family. What are they going to do? And you can kind of see that they try and stop him. Like, everyone else tries to gang up on him, but Dom is a demigod. And I am telling you, this is a soap opera mentality, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to extend on that point. A soap opera is expected to come out week to week or month to month. So you sit in a room with the idea of what what idea has come organically and how do we flesh it out versus we have to carry on. We're expected to. So where do we take this? And this is where this franchise is, to me has now gone to, especially from this room is like them sitting in a room saying, we've got the money, we've got the, 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 the audience for it and the capital. Where, where do we go? Not where should we go? It's more like, where do we have to go? What's, the, what's expected of us? What if, he, what if this happens? What, what, what if there's a bigger car? What if there's a dinosaur? And you're like, all right, yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. Make the bad guy. Okay, Timmy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Timmy. your suggestions now. <laughs> Literally. He's the bad guy. Everyone's been the bad guy in this franchise at least once. And guess what? Then they become part of the good. They become part, they become part of the family in the next film. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's that's definitely how all of this seems to go down. Mm-hmm. Like I don't remember a lot of stunts. In, like I only watched this uh, two weeks ago, maybe, and I re- I really don't remember a lot <laughs> of the stunts that they did. Like, I think it's the ice um, lake stunt, right? That's the pretty much it. I've, uh, I mean, well, I think the one you're the one I'm remembering on ice lake is uh, I think it's the rock. And there's like a uh, a missile or a rocket. Oh right! And, and he, he like turns he's it. on the car and he's grabbing the rocket and he redirects it. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yes, he, he yes. Something else. I'm like, yeah, that's that's so anime. And then there's the scene where like uh, Dom is in his car and the rest of the team have like grappling hooks on his car as well. And they yeah, they're trying to one. pull him away like in different directions but he's not budging <laughs> he's got demigod powers and like and he he's just got out, he's like, he powers them he outpowers them all with his car against yeah, five smashing them yeah, I, I don't understand this movie man and then he he manages to take down a submarine i think that's that's the end of the movie but that's the one yeah, thing i remember the I submarine like he, like he he jumps off some ice ramp thing and then he hits his back left wheel just on the corner of the submarine as he's being followed by a heat seeker, and then it blows up the submarine. It's like, come the fuck on, man! Really? Yeah. All right, fine. Crazy. I'll bite. <laughs> Done. <laughs> it's a little bit dark this one as well, actually, because his like his his uh, wife and daughter, or his wife and daughter get kidnapped. And like yeah, his, so or his his yeah. ex partner or whatever, and she yeah. gets killed. Yeah, so he he finds out that he's a dad because 
Cypher has taken Elena, who's had her, her baby, and then um, she eventually kills Elena, and then Dom, Jason Statham manages, he fakes his death somehow, and then he ends up going back to Cypher, stealing the baby, so the baby's rescued, and then Jason Statham becomes part of the squad, kind of, but not really, but everyone's cool with him now. And then um, Dom gets his kid back, and then he switches back on Cypher, and then fucks everything up for her, and then she gets captured. That's pretty much the movie. Main main highlight: Dom is now a dad. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I think um, that's the highlight. What you need to know: Dom is now a dad. <laughs> Family. Family. It's just, a, it's just a little Vin Diesel just about hey Papa. Give me yeah. a corona. I can't. You're two years old. I think the the Rock's daughter is actually in this as well. Actually. What r- real life? This is also the so, Rock's yeah. last movie. This is also the Rock's oh, last is, movie. Is this is this before to... their fallout? Yeah, this is like the big controversy before the Rock was officially causing all this shit with him and Vin Diesel, and then Tyrese didn't want to work with him for whatever reason. Tyrese um, didn't want to work with him. If you, I don't know if it's because of this or it come after their fallout. One of the controversies was, and I've never seen, I've never seen like uh, The Rock or Dwayne Johnson like have this attitude because he's got this obviously Hollywood persona of being a nice guy. And I'm not saying he's not, but if you ever go on YouTube and just write like Dwayne Johnson's review of Tyrese's newest album, he's proper like this is the biggest piece of dog shit I have ever fucking heard. There is nothing worth like he goes in and i'm like i've never seen the rock drop the persona and fucking dig deep man with these words dig deep <laughs> he gives major yeah. bitch vibes lately i don't know what it is uh, man. Like, by this just... point this whole franchise at this point was an ego game their contracts individually right were scheduled that each of their contract the rock statham vin diesel all of it got to the point where it was like right they had a point system for every hit they got. So they were like, in every film, everyone's got 60 points. No one can dish out more than what they serve. If I get pushed through a window, I have to push you through a window. If you punch me, I can punch you back. So they had an equal. So every fight, they'll be like, we're going to have 10 points per fighter. No one, it is stipulated in their contracts, no one can out outrightly win a fight. It always has to be a stalemate security's got to jump in to stop us like it was it became ego central man yeah maybe that's why they've ended the franchise because they realize this is getting fucking stupid and people are just ridiculous that's yeah. insane I think, I think Vin Vin Diesel was afraid that The Rock was taking over his, his franchise quote unquote there's so much bullshit man mm-hmm. They had like the Twitter accounts popping up, and this is what annoyed me with the hissy fit. And what really pissed me off was they were using Paul Walker's name. Vin Diesel was like, Paul Walker, come on, um, and uh, Dwayne, like, you know, my children's call you uncle. Dwayne, uh, Paul Walker would have wanted you to be in this franchise. Like, they were using bullshit tactics like that. And I'm like, nah, man, that's just below the belt. Like, let it go. Don't, I mean, I know. I mean, I don't know about all of that shit, but I know, like, behind the scenes, like, Vin Diesel and Paul Walker were genuinely, like, really, really close behind the scenes. Yeah, so, yeah they, no, they were. I, they were. I, I don't know how all that shit shakes up. I think I think fame and money Pissing has just contest. gone to the rock's head, man. 
like so all, much so now he uses like all of them mm-hmm. sorry yeah and sorry, either way no, that's fine that's fine it's fine either way, you either go way. Into budgets and whatnot. <clears throat> so the budget for this again broke the record 250 million at an estimate mm-hmm. opening weekend brought in 98 million so very falling short Gross U.S. and Canada was only 226. So gross U.S. and Canada still didn't cover the budget for this movie. But worldwide, it went on to make an extra 1.2 billion. Yeah. Oh, another billion mark. It's crazy. 1.2 billion gross worldwide. So they made 200 mil in U.S. and Canada and then a billion everywhere else. Which is fucking ridiculous. Still less than the other film, though. The previous film. Still less than seven. Still less than seven. I tell you what I liked about this film. Thinking about it now. I liked the title. I think for seven or to eight films at this point to keep recreating the number without saying Fast and Furious 1, 2, 3. I think just the fate of the Furious just sounds like the... If I got a book that was like the fate of the Furious, I'd be like, what the fuck? This is like fucking some Dante's Inferno shit. Like... <laughs> I mean, yeah. if you like the title for that one, they 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 were kept it super super succinct for the next one. F nine, F nine. That stands for fuck That's nine, fuck <laughs> number nine. Well, there is. Um, I mean, I know we're not going to go into it, but there is Hobbs and Shaw between Fate and F nine. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to get into Hobbs. And Shaw. No, it's no, like no, a I, random I, side thing. I, well, that I, don't, was, I don't think anyone else. That was a test, though. let's be honest. That was like Disney Plus show moment of, will this work? Yeah? No? No, let it go. Yeah. I mean, um, Idris Elba was in it. He was fairly good. Yeah, I heard that. The, with a mechanized suit that made him almost, at least explainably, more superhuman. Mm-hmm. And they still beat him somehow, I don't know. And they had the, the other girl, the Statham's sister in this. Yeah, that was kind How of weird. How do I know so much about this franchise? The rock was oh hitting on her. It looked yeah. so wrong. It looked so wrong. He would crush her in bed. Oh my god! Bro, he's huge, man. He's huge. He is. He I is think there's fucking... there's one scene that I like in that film, and I think it's when they're both in prison. Yeah. And they try to escape. Vin Diesel and Jason Statham. No, no, Jason Statham and uh, Dwayne The Rock. Oh, oh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, I think they they escape from jail. If that's it. Yeah, the the, the, scene. the jumpsuits and the fights and all that shit. Again, mm. I honestly don't know why I know so oh, much about the franchise. I don't know where <laughs> it's coming. I haven't even watched. <laughs> I haven't seen Open Shore. I have no interest in watching Hobbs and Shaw whatsoever. I okay, think so there's there is a ridiculous moment in Hobbs and Shaw, um, where I think The Rock is on the back of like. A flatbed car. I don't know if um, if Jason Statham is driving, maybe, but um, he's he's on this car and he's holding like um, he's got like a cable or something, and it's attached to a helicopter. Yes, I've I remember seeing this in the advert. And he's holding the helicopter and the car at the same time. Was he Captain oh. America all of a sudden? Right. Yeah, he's literally That's what doing the Captain America Spider-Man thing. Fucking Lord, okay. 2019. Everyone's a demigod now. Fuck it. Fast and Furious is giving out demigod tickets like this fucking candy. So, 
It's called the Lost. <laughs> yeah, F nine. <laughs> I haven't I haven't watched F nine. I, I fell off at Hobson Shaw. Yeah, I have seen Fast Nine. Um, it, it's honestly, it's 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 it is what it is. It's a it's a good watch when you've got literally nothing else to put on, and it's just there in front of your face. And you've got two and a half hours to kill. Yeah, just just chuck it on. I guess it's you might get a few laughs out of it, but it's not a solid, solid. This film. is the film. This is is this where John Cena comes in as his brother? This is the scene with the fucking chains and the ridiculous shit coming in more. This, this is it. This is the scene with the chains. You are correct. <laughs> why? Why do I know this? Why do? I, why have I watched these bits? Because in the it film? was. So John John Cena is supposed to be Vin Diesel's brother. Yeah. John so Cena. The, uh, the story goes, back in the day, uh, Dominic Toretto's dad. Jacob, not Jacob, where Terry, whatever his name was, his dad was a racer back in the day or for like Indy 500, whatever it was. Um, his brother was working, they were both part of the pit crew. His brother was working on the car. He'd yep. done something. The car fucked up. He got crashed into. The car flipped. They exploded, blew up in flames. The dad died. Um, so Dom confronts his brother, Jacob. Yeah, this is the law. So Dom confronts his brother Jacob and says, we're going to have a race. If you win, you get to come home. Loser stays. Loser drives and keeps on driving. You never come back. Uh, Dom obviously wins. His brother goes disappearing off and you never hear from Jacob ever again up until this moment where he's stealing some shit that everyone needs. It's, um, It's not great. I'll be honest. The writing for this movie is... Not amazing. It's um. Is he older brother with... or young? His younger brother. He's right? a, he's a younger brother. He's a younger brother. <laughs> I mean, just look at this. I don't know if it's going to show. Up. <laughs> oh, it's just looks ah, ridiculous. Yeah, it's a picture it's of them side by side. Person. Is this the film where <laughs> Han comes back? Han does come back. Yeah, this is the movie where they slowly kind of bring in all the other characters from other movies. Weirdly Ooh. enough, Cardi B is in this movie yes. for some reason. Francis Ngannou is in this movie for some reason, if you know who Francis Ngannou is. Um, it, it just is a lot of cameos from a lot of people, and you're mm-hmm. like, why is this person here? It makes no fucking sense, but okay, right. I guess this is what, what we're doing now. To be fair, they, they, they have been sprinkling some of the um, the Tokyo Drift cast like throughout these films since Tokyo Drift. Well, like, Han definitely being one of them. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Han being the main one. They, they bring back Sean as well in one of the films, the main guy. Sean I, is I, as well. The only person that doesn't come back is, is it LL Cool J? LL Cool J? You mean Bawa? Is it Bawa in Tokyo Drift? Bawa. Bawa. Bawa is the one that doesn't come back. Is he in this movie? Okay. I, 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 look, I haven't watched it. It's been on TV, that's why I know moments. But all I remember of this, and it was again a soap opera moment of watching the trailer come out and obviously the trailer pop up. And I think it's Shadi's Theron, Charlie's Theron, where she's like narrating the, the trailer and she's like, Oh, this is Dom's brother. And he is stronger. He's faster. He's smarter than him. And it's just like showing scenes of them like 
trying to shoot each other, trying to outsmart each other. I'm like, okay, yeah, cool, John Cena. Like, I love John Cena. I think he's a cool, he's a cool actor, man. Like, he's funny. Oh yeah, my I god, mean, he. I think he had the potential so... to do a lot in this movie, but I think it was just let down by the writing. It wasn't amazing. It was kind of like, oh, so Dom's brother Jacob is essentially the James Bond. He's actually he's actually a super spy. He's not oh, like okay. Dom, who is kind of like a super spy, but with cars. This guy is actually a super spy. <laughs> that's that's kind of where he's put him. And yeah, Charlize Theron is kind of trying to pit them against each other, but then at the end of the movie, they kind of work together, and it's both brothers kind of thing. It's very weird. Two brothers. <laughs> and a car. It's just two brothers. <laughs> but I think the most notable thing about this movie the most notable thing is this super weapon that they have is being uploaded to a satellite <laughs> in space. While they are saying this, there's like a um, a little briefing room that's happening and Roman's like, are you oh, yeah. in orbit, are you in space? So they literally get a car, put a giant fucking rocket on it and they literally put this car on a plane and they launch the plane as high as it can go, and they launch the car off of the plane into space. Taj and Roman are the passengers, but they literally launch a car out into space. Look, this is fast that, and furious. But listen, that. that to me is okay. Because they establish... <laughs> no, that to me... No, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. You've let me, got let me, full let me, circle. <laughs> <Let me laughs> Your line was here, circle. and you came back behind. <laughs> no, no, no. Let me, let, me just, let me just put this round. I'm not saying it's a good or believable idea, but it's so stupid that it works. Well, I'm sorry, the... I cannot believe you just said that that's okay. <laughs> no, 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 I no. Just let let me just <laughs> let me let me. I said <laughs> there's a car in space. It's okay. No, it's not. <laughs> no, but it's a film. It's science fiction about cars going deep underwater into space in the sky, falling out of aeroplanes and parachuting down. All of that shit. I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> I can suspend my belief for that because I'm like, it's so stupid and far-fetched that if you can drag a safe round and bombs and a car from a building to another building, I'm like, all right, cool. It's stupid, but I can be entertained if I suspend belief. That's how it's, it it's, it's, <laughs> I know. You know what? Maybe now it is. We've been talking fat. about this for so long. <laughs> <laughs> you guys just don't get it, all right? You guys, you guys don't That's get it. It's about insane. family. I can't believe you tried to defend that. That's fucking insane. Bruv, it's stupid, but it knows it's stupid. But Vin Diesel I mean, fighting 15 men and pulling a chain out of a fucking wall, I, that still annoys me more than the spaceship. I beyond, That annoys me more. Yeah. I mean, that was the... To be fair, to their credit, in this movie, there is, like, have a scene where he goes to um, Taj and... Uh, I can't remember her name. Hacker. Ramsey. Ramsey, yeah, there you go. I mean, he, he walks up to them and he's like, have you guys ever stopped to think, like, we've done all these missions, gone on all this in crazy adventures, done all this mad shit, and we're all still here. Like, all of us are fine. I don't have a single scar or nothing to show for it. <laughs> And he's like, what? And Taj is like, what are you trying to say? That we're invincible? And he's like, yeah, maybe. Like, I don't know. But then, then they he both kind of be off. like, oh, you're being fucking stupid or whatever. And they laugh it all off. But like, they do have like a meta commentary thing about it. Like, we know we're being fucking yeah. ridiculous. 
but and that, we're going to keep doing it anyway. That's what makes to it 10%, 10% more possible, but they are not super strong. When it comes to the ego shit, it just annoys me. I, I'm yeah. sorry, it just pisses me off more. We're going to put a car in the space. Fuck it, fine. Do you. This is your franchise. This is where you're going. But don't tell me that you're going to fight five, then ten. This is the point where John Cena and his crew... Uh, they they come into this the, the Fast and Furious hideout. They've uh, not sabotaged. They've like, what's the word, guys? When they just pop out of nowhere, surprise attack. I guess a surprise attack. Yeah, and they're all like ambush. guns up and all that shit. And then ambush. Thank you. That's what they ambushed them. Ambush. And Vin was like saving his family. He's like, guys, you go. And they all climb through the fucking emergency hatch underground tunnel. And then all these secret agent guys are fighting fucking Vin Diesel. And there's like fifteen guys on him, and he's holding them. All back. There's one ladder behind him, and he's holding them all back. And then he pulls a fucking giant, almost like a shipping chain, off of the wall, and all that shit, all the crumbles, and he self-sacrifices himself so he can't escape. That I can't explain to you how much that pisses me off. <laughs> I don't know why I know this stuff. I don't know why I've seen it, but that annoys Son me more. Than- triggered. Bro, I have so there's triggered. so many moments in this franchise that just piss me off. And no, again, oh my god! Okay, I'm sorry. I'm gonna I, no, I hear. Down. No, I hear. I hear. There, there's another scene, equally fucking ridiculous. They're all being <sighs> chased on some country. I don't know where they are. On like some cliffside or whatever that is. There's supposed to be like a wooden bridge. It gets taken out before they can get to it. Vin Diesel and Letty are in the car, and there's like a a wooden. Pillar or something. Oh my god, this is that. You know where I'm going with this. Yes. So he's driving, Dom's driving. Letty's like, Dom, no, no, no. (laughs) He somehow hits the corner of this wooden pole or whatever it is. Of the The bridge. The cable from the bridge somehow attaches itself onto the car. He full force swings it off the cliff. He repels himself. And launches off on the other side. The car's spinning, crashing upside down, everything. It lands, and then on the other side of the bridge, they're now safe and they're both completely fine. I they're, just, they're just staring at each other like. <gasps> He's Spider Man. He's Spider Man with a car. He drove up to a pole where the bridge between two fucking land surfaces masses are nothing. He gets the. The 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 rope underneath the suspension, now. and then fucking Spider Man swings to the other side. Do you know what I don't get? That's what pisses me off. If they get to the other side and they're like, "Oh my fucking god, that was one in a billion. That was crazy. That was this or that, or they faint or they crash." I believe it. They swing over. They they stop and they keep going. They're like, "Oh, that was close." Honestly, uh, it was rid- I literally face palmed. I just I just stopped and was like, "Are you taking the crazy. fucking piss? What is this?" I think that hearing that a car gets shot into space is made me not want to watch this film. <laughs> but all of this honestly sounds it's insane. They literally shoot the car. Ridiculous. It, yeah, it's um, it's something. Shoot the car into space. They hit it in into a satellite, destroying everything. They, I, they don't even mention how they come down. That's it. The scene ends with them crashing into the satellite, and then before you know it, they're somehow back on on Earth. They don't even explain. They don't show. Bounce, they're just back on Earth. They bounce onto the moon and they bounce off of the moon and they come back. 
where Vin Diesel is waiting for them, right, with his brutal fucking mighty powers, and he gets the cable that was attached underneath the car, and he wraps it around fucking their space car, and he just pulls it down. He pulls the fucker down, and then he catches it in his big, strong, graceful arms, and he just lowers the car next to Letty. And they look at each other like someone's cut them up uh, around about, and they're like, whoa, that was close, and then they drive off. <laughs> That's what happens. I bet getting car pat around about would be like awesome. Vin Diesel's worst nightmare. Bro, I've had <laughs> a reaction. What, 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 what am I supposed to do? do? Just cut me up. <laughs> you know what? I, think I would Charlie's rather watch that ending. I think I'm harboring Charlie's hate for this franchise. I think I've doubled <laughs> oh, up. I'm possessed right now. Sorry. Okay. Carry on, man. Carry on. I'm oh, leaving. No, so no, no, no. You're fine. You're fine. So just to... Uh, just to give you some insight into why this franchise is probably ending. Budget for this movie. Again, oh no, it didn't. It was not the highest. They lowered the budget from 250 million from the last movie down to 200 million. Interesting. Opening weekend in US and Canada was 70 million, so it doesn't even cover half. Gross US and Canada was 173 million, so still just underneath the budget gross mm-hmm. worldwide was 726 million so 500 mil short of the last movie from 1.2 billion mm-hmm. so it's slowly uh, not its losses as much when you say, you say but when you say when you say globally i should have asked this before when you say globally it's like 700 mil or something is that including domestic and canada or is that that's, just... in, that's including us and canada that's including oh, us and canada oh. So gross U.S. and Canada, just U.S. and Canada is 173 million, but gross worldwide, including U.S. and Canada, 726. Okay. Yeah, they, they it's know a profit, but yeah, they're they're losing a percentage of people now. Yeah, it's slowly starting to peel away. Mm. Um, and yeah, that's fast time. It's it's worth a watch if you've got nothing else to watch and it's just there in front of your face, then maybe chuck it on. Got two and a half hours to spare. But otherwise, you know. Why Why would you say that? Why would you want to piss people off so much to be that triggered? If I was on a flight and they were showing Fast 9, I would somehow get off of the plane. <laughs> Mid-flight. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Okay, let's just move on to Fast 10, please. Mm-hmm. Fast 10, <laughs> I've not actually seen, so I have no idea. But I've pulled a little description Fast X from I. Yeah, it's, it's literally just Fast X. That's it. Do you want to hear the description or you want to try and make one up, Sam? Because I know how much you love <laughs> where this is going. Okay, all right. So Jason Momoa, right, pops out of the sea, okay? And this is him carrying on his Aquaman role, okay? He <laughs> pops out of the sea and he's like, it's no he goes. And he's looking at the scene. He's like, there's pollution, there's bullshit, there's human interaction, there's so much shit happening. You know, my Poseidon is fucking up. Who is to blame for this, right? And he, uh, and he turns and he speaks to all the dolphins of the world. There's one, there's like an ambassador meeting of all the dolphins coming together and they're coming from each country and they're like, everyone's like, and they're all talking about all the fucking shell companies and all the spillages of oil. And then one of them is like, by the way, there's this pit, there's this crew, right? They're called the Fast and Fu- They're called the Family of Furious. They're a furious family, right? <laughs> <laughs> and for over nine 
generations they keep they've, <laughs> they've done so much car shit there's so much fossil fuels being wasted in space on land and in the sea that Jason Momoa was like no 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 I'm done with this shit right so Jason Momoa comes off of land and in this film he's a bisexual by the way I don't know why but he's a bit more flamboyant <laughs> nice, than the rest nice. of the film okay? nice diversify I like it he's diverse he's, he's either he's just more flamboyant okay he's dressed in a bit more floral you know he's dressed with the sea colors okay okay and then he I goes to meet Vin Diesel and he's like listen um combining Shell and all the fossil fuel companies you have created more of an issue than any of these companies, but I'm here to talk to you. I want to change your mind. Here's my pamphlet. And then Vin Diesel just fucking headbutts him, right? And he's like, fuck you, fuck this shit, because he doesn't understand what it's like to have a normal interaction with humans, right? But as you he hits him, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It's not he can't he can't read, but what what the line that crosses this feud is Jason Momoa goes, Hey, listen, um, Dom. All I need to know, just to put your name on, I got your name, I got your number, I just need to know what your nationality is. And that's when Vin Diesel just goes for him. He's like, fuck <laughs> you, what are you trying to say? And that is how the feud of this film starts. Also, this is like Dom's neighbor's friend's cousin's pet's brother, in which when Dom was a little boy, he accidentally killed like this guy's goldfish. So that's why he's come back because he's like, right. you killed my friend's neighbor's dog's pet, but also I'm king of Atlantis and you killed a fish. And that's 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 how Can I that's... add a gimmick as well. I would watch that. I was as, <laughs> as surprising Jason, as it was, I would actually watch that. Jason Momoa's character drives a boat car. Oh thing is like he's getting chased and then he just goes onto a river and gets away. You know what? I just imagine him with a boat car, but in his world, that's just a boat. That's just his car vehicle. And it's just them <laughs> shout, shouting each other from the sea and from land. And, you know, just moments like, I'm going to kill you. And Dom's like, what? And he just keeps getting further away. And it's like, fossil fuels, nationality. And Dom's just like, what? I can't, I can't hear you. I can't, I can't hear you. Family, family, family. And he just throws a Corona bottle into the scene, and Aquaman's like, "Fuck this!" And then, then that's this is that's part that's part two. Sorry, that's part two. Ah, ah, oh, I see. Sparks on part two. I like oh, it. I, like yeah, it. I would rather watch that. I would rather watch that, to be honest. Yeah. Sorry, I don't Rick, even want to tell you. I don't even <laughs> want to tell you what this is about because that sounds so much better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, carry on. Are you not impressed? It's... No, not at all. Okay, fine. Why don't, why don't Dom Toretto. Uh, yeah. Dom Toro and his family have outsmarted, outnerved, and outdriven every foe in their path. Yeah, now right. they confront the most lethal opponent they've ever faced. A terrifying threat em- <laughs> fossil fuels emerging from the shadows of the past <laughs> who's fueled by blood revenge and who is determined to shatter the family and destroy everything and everyone that Dom loves forever. In 2011's Fast Five, Dom and his crew took out nefarious Brazilian drug kingpin Hernan Reyes and decapitated his entire empire on a bridge in Rio de Janeiro. That's the film with the safe. Yeah, yeah. What they didn't know, surprise, surprise, was that Reyes's son, Dante Aquaman, Jason Momoa, I mean, sorry, uh, witnessed it all and has spent the last 12 years masterminding a plan to make Dom pay the ultimate price. 
Dante's plot twist will scatter Dom's family from Los Angeles to the catacombs of Rome, from Brazil to London, and from Portugal to Antarctica. I don't know how the fuck he's doing that. New allies... Have they? Fuck, it wouldn't surprise me. New allies will be forged and old enemies will resurface, but everything changes when Dom discovers that his now eight-year-old son, Leo, is the ultimate target of Dante's vengeance. So this random character who was apparently a son now wants to kill Dom's son. What I know about this film is a combination of trailers and just bullshit hearing. So there's a, a couple of things I know about this. One, the trailer shows that the, seat, the film where they're pulling the safe, dragging through the streets, it's like a reconstructed scene where they pull out the safe and then you see Jason Momo walking and be like, kind of like, what the fuck? And then you see them driving off in that film. Okay. The other thing I know in re- in real life is I think James Wan, as one of the major directors, leaves this franchise now. It was either nine or ten that he was been he's the consistent director, and now there's a falling out, and there's rumors and bullshit. Like it's it's the meme and the soundbite of of Vin Diesel going up to Jason Wan and being like, oh, you know, Wan, like, you know, what, what do you think? What do you think it's gonna be? And Wan's like, uh, yeah, I think it's gonna be the best one. And Vin Diesel's like, oh. <laughs> have you like seen that meme right James one has, so. has permanently left the franchise now to my knowledge and there's rumours and rumblings that Vin Diesel's trying to become more in a director's position like he's kind of calling the shots a bit more or Jason one was made to do it by the studio so he's pulled out someone else has done this film and the third thing that I know and I know we're going to touch on this towards the end, end of this film as a cameo is for all the bullshit and rumors, the cameo at the end is The Rock. Oh, that's the cameo. The Rock, he's the cameo at the end. Oh, he's yeah, now yeah. shown to come back, and it's bullshit of The Rock's other franchises have failed. Uh, Black Adam has failed. He doesn't have any other franchises to fall on, so it's like, well, fuck it, I'll come back. Um, I don't know what it might mean for part two, but that are the main things that I know about this film. Well, another thing I'm seeing as well, which would, ex- which what you just said would explain, is that they want to do another spin-off one as well, which is Hobbs and Reyes. Which one was Reyes? Fuck it up. Dante Reyes. Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa's character. Oh, and yeah, and that was another thing. I know you're going to read out the numbers, that, but apparently Vin Diesel wasn't happy with the numbers that this film made. It might have made a loss or more of a bomb or whatever. But there was, again, rumours and speculations that Vin Diesel was blaming Jason Momoa, saying that you've, the way you portrayed this role has kind of like tainted the franchise, and he kind of apparently shifted blame onto Jason Momoa. I don't know if that's true, but this is the, the, the rumours and bullshit that I've heard around this film. I think that I mean, it's like, to, to excuse the pun, I think everybody's in a bit of a burnout. With uh, this franchise, to be honest, it's, it's hitting. Um, it's, it's still, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's still gonna hit that core audience, which is probably China and Saudi Arabia and all that. Um, but like from people I know and from what I've seen, um, I think people were falling off by the last film, by the by the 2017 film. Wouldn't surprise me, man. To be honest, I mean. 
I haven't seen this film. I knew it was out in cinema, but I felt no inclination whatsoever to go see it. Like, I didn't even know it was the last one until I started doing all this writing, all, all this stuff. Like, I'm not fussed about it ending, to be honest. I feel like it's one of those franchises that has had its time and it needs to die. Yeah, I agree. It needs to either completely go away or they need to have a very long break and think about what they want to do and how they want to restore it, if they're going to restore it and do it properly mm. before they just keep pumping out more bullshit because it's not going to work. That's they, yeah, yeah. where they I sit on it. You cannot do a franchise like this long term without a plan. Like even Marvel is, forget how they've constructed in prison. I know Kevin Feige and other people, the, 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 the MCU organized itself but they had the comics to fall back on they had yeah. core material mm. fast and furious do not they need it's like what i was saying before they need to now either wait long enough until something justifies its existence or organically has an idea that's quite good maybe lower the budget a little bit get back to the core audience but you can't just Adding more of the same shit does not make something better. You're just adding more mediocrity and it's just the same. Adding so. more shit on top of shit. You're just getting shit, a bigger it's shit. It's still shit. Yeah, exactly that. Exactly that, man. Like, yeah, I feel you. They probably could have paced themselves a little bit better. Like, just wanting to, again, like, not create any depth, but just pile on and um, pile on every two years just because they've got a good thing going. Yeah. Like it's it's kind of like what they tried to do with the first three films. Like they did that too soon and then like then jumping on this hype train for the next yeah. film. Yeah. It's kind of is it was it's obviously been good for them at the beginning, but now you know they're they're kind of at a limit of their of the material because they don't have you know, yeah. I think they would have taken a better leaf out of something like Mission Impossible or James Bond. Because even though they're long franchises, they take they have like moments where they come into like like in, in the mid like the core of the media, if you will. You know what I mean? Like they're really in the spotlight. They'll have two or three films back to back, let's say within six, seven years, a couple of years apart, and it's like it's what you talk about. Oh, I've enjoyed this, it's this, 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 and then it goes away. The formula goes yeah. away long enough where when it comes back again, you're willing to enjoy. And if this was a franchise that every three to four films, it disappeared for just a couple of years, went a bit quiet, and then jotted out another trilogy, I might have even been more inclined to be like, yeah. oh, this is some crazy, stupid shit. Fuck it. Let's, let me jump back in and just dip my toe again. Rather than every two, three years, it's like, ba-bang, ba-bang. It's not Marvel. It doesn't have source material, as we've said. You need to justify each existence and the justification just lessened, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah it's just getting watered down with each movie. It's it's just it's just become, it's become what it's become, man. It's it's not a movie you take seriously anymore. Even they know it. You don't take it seriously. It's just, it's just a spectacle. You you see it for the flashy lights and the big effects, but that's it. That it just it just become one of those movies like, that you put in. I respect crazy, what it's like. I over, respect over twenty what it, years. It's a long 21, time. 22 years, yeah. I respect for what they've done. I am so happy it's dead now. I'm I'm so happy it's drowning a little bit because I'm like, you need no, you need to be put in your place. I'm sorry, this is not an ego game, but oh, they've got two more parts down. to go. <laughs> Have they really? I thought it was just part uh, yeah. one and part two. 
part three as well, supposedly. So they're making the final well, fight Fast X the you... trilogy. Yeah. Okay. Well, Go on, Rick. Go for the numbers. My, well, I'm saying maybe that will be the last thing that they do for it because the numbers I'm seeing are bad. That's so the budget they decided to try and double down on, I'm guessing, from 250 was their highest to date. And then the last movie, they dropped it to 200 million. For yeah. whatever reason, <clears throat> this movie now got a budget of 340 million, an estimate. I don't know if that's mostly for covering salaries for these big actors. I don't know what the fuck happened. Probably. But 340 million was the budget at an estimate. Do you want to know the gross worldwide or do you want to opening weekend? How do you want it? Gross worldwide? No, yeah, go, go. Go, for, go, for, go for stages. I'm curious. What was it domestically? So, opening weekend for US and Canada, it made 67 million. Oh, it's yeah, less than bad. Tokyo Drift. That's bad. That's and less when you than compare, Tokyo Drift. When you compare the percentage million. of the budget as well. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's harsh. Okay. So, gross US and Canada only made, bearing in mind, this movie only came out a few months ago, so it still could have a little bit more to. I don't think these numbers are going to change that much. For gross US and Canada, it made 145 million. So still almost 200 million under budget, still. Yeah. Gross worldwide, total, including US and Canada, made 704 million. So half. <sighs> just half covered the budget. Doubled it. Fair. That's it. I mean, it's not, it's, it's not on its trend like it was before. Like it's literally. It's it's plateaued, isn't it? Yeah. <clears throat> they seven do... was the peak, and they thought, yeah, we're gonna keep pumping it out, and it's just flopped ever since seven. So I was I was onto something then when I let go when I checked out at seven, a lot of people followed yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. I, I do I know think... that the general, this isn't a, 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 a this isn't like um, a strict formula. I know this doesn't necessarily reflect the reality, but I know that the general consensus of a film budget is if it costs a certain amount, you generally double the budget because it's the cost of making the film, salaries and everything and all the people involved, and then it's cost of the advertising. So when someone gives you the budget of a film of 350 mil, let's say another two, 300 mil to advertise it around the world, that's how much more money they need to make to make a proper profit, uh, yeah. a cashback. So, no, for yeah. them, that is That's the bad, biggest man. budget and the lowest income they've had so far is... Lowest return they've had so far. And they were rinsing Tokyo Drift because it didn't make that much. This had 200 million more than the budget. If not 250 million more and made hardly anything. Mm. If they listen to what's happening to their numbers, their money, and audience consensus, I will give them their dues, because a lot of franchises don't know when to stop. So if the fact that they're going to say, all right, we'll go out and we'll go out of a bang, cool, I can respect that. But, you know, I just hope in one of these last films that one person just walks up to Vin Diesel and just either smacks or just tips the corona out of his hand. <laughs> just poof. And then they can I do don't the like corona. about that. I've never liked Corona. I'm a Budweiser kind of guy. Get out! I of do. Here. I do wonder, like, 
because <clears throat> usually with these films in parts, they will do concurrent filming. So I wonder how the budget works out in that regard. I don't actually know, you know. Mm. We'll have to see oh. by the time the next one comes out. Oh, my back. <laughs> next one but, comes um, out, but yeah. Yeah. Not an amazing film. I'm not super fussed. I feel like it had its peak. It kind of knew what it was. It tried to make it work and milk it. And it worked for a small period. But then I think they just kind of outgrew themselves, man. It's it's mm-hmm. one of its silly that grew up and they, the franchise didn't. They diversified too quickly and then they didn't diversify enough. <laughs> <laughs> I think is is what happened. Yeah. And it's just a result of it being yeah, you know, that two thousand and one film um breaking into the scene and then just trying to recoup from there. Yeah, it tries to do what it can, but it's not it's not hitting where it wants to hit. So it, it's it kind of shows, to be honest. I, I don't think I even needed to do all this research into it to tell you that Fast 10 is going to be shit. Cause... You know, I don't know if it's showing my attention span or just how uh, memorable the films are, but I was honestly Rick, about to say to you, oh, by the way, could you read out the synopsis? And just remembering you already read out the synopsis. <laughs> Yeah, it's not amazing, man. Essentially, it needs to go away now and think long and hard about what it wants to do before shoving more shit down everyone's throat. Mm-hmm. What would have been That's... cool, I think, because I think, you know, like I said, everybody kind of checks out at Fast and yeah. So those last three films could have been its own kind of like trilogy. That would have been kind of cool. And they could have added maybe a bit more depth, a bit more connection Some... instead of just trying to out spectacle the last one. Yeah. yeah. Something. Fraser, for the love of God, stop. Be very mindful of what you say on the internet. Someone will hear you and be like, that's our next trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> then they'll probably right. start a burnout series. A burnout, burnout series? I would need watch. for speed. I would watch. Aaron Paul, yeah, Jesse, they made a Need for Speed movie with him. I haven't seen oh, it. That, that just sounds I, terrible. It does yes. sound terrible. <laughs> it looks terrible. <laughs> but um, yeah, boys, that was all pretty much the Fast and Furious trilogy. Trilogy? Yeah. Not, not even fucking. <laughs> not even a trilogy. Not even close. Franchise. The, the 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 triple trilogy. <laughs> And no, the, quad, the quadruple trilogy. If, if if Fast and Furious X is another trilogy, then that's four trilogies. Fuck, that's too many. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. So that was all I had, guys. Um, do you have any closing thoughts or statements on the franchise as a whole? Any messages to the producers or actors or individuals involved in making these masterpieces? I hope. Good stuff. The next time. <laughs> I just hope. I hope that the next time you have a corona, it's room temperature. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I went there. I went there, bro. That's on the internet. That's there forever now, mate. I'm telling you, man. I'm done with this shit. <laughs> all right, boys. Um, that's all for me. Unless you had anything else you wanted to add. No, Rick, good. No, good. Um, well yeah, great, great summary there. Um, 
it's it's eye opening to sort of see how the series developed, like quote unquote developed since two thousand and one, and you can definitely see where the holes start to fit, like start to form, and yeah. Uh, yeah. where it could have been a bit better. But it is what it is. It's milked it for all it's had, and um, yeah, hopefully it goes yeah. away. Hopefully it goes away. Well said, Frish. <laughs> okay, well, from me, I'm Ben Rick. Thank you for listening. <laughs> from me, I. From me, I've been Rick. So do you want to you sign yourselves out, guys? I've been Fraser. And I have been Sirhan. And furious. we are Red Jackson. Oh, Minus Charlie. Furious. The, the furious Red Jackson. That doesn't really work, does it? Red, with the furious, with the furious, the furious four. No, with the furious Jack, with the furious Red Jacksons. Furious Red Jack, yeah, fuck it, that that will work for now. Furious Red Jacksons, we'll use it as a placeholder. <laughs> Thank you for listening, ladies and gentlemen, uh, boys and girls. Uh, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you listen to this, and we will catch and you in the next one. Thank you and good night.